Now launching. Now launching. The dumbest radio show in America. <laughs> Welcome to Common Man and T-Bone. They also have a bunch of guys on that team who sound like games on The Price is Right. Like, Pacheco is definitely a thing you're playing on The Price is Right. <laughs> Come on down. You're the next contestant who's going to play Valdez Scandling. Yeah. Oh, my like- God. I'm going to win a new Ford Fiesta <laughs> if I only get Pacheco right. Featuring Panama Ted. Too hot. Timmy Hall. I will rub one on my face. And a collection of profane noises. Coach? No, Dom. I'm a genetic freak. <laughs> And I'm not normal. I want me some glory hole. I'll keep it in the room. Stop breathing. It used to be a lot longer. The numbers don't lie. Bah! Bah! This is stupid. <laughs> this is man and bone. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Friday. Welcome in. Hello, bone. Hello, man. We've got a wild, wild oh. show for you today. It's not wild car no, Wednesday. It's just, it's just a weird. wild, it's wild, wild day. and weird and yeah, full of coaching drama and hopefully lots of pizza because today oh. is National Pizza Day. Thank God. We need we need actually I think it's great that they're making National Pizza Day the Friday before the Super Bowl so I can have a reason to get pizza today. There's always a reason to get pizza. No, not in my house. Because if you had pizza yesterday, it's like, why would we have it today? No. We had it yesterday. There's so many different kinds of pizza. Let me tell you pizza. right now, I could eat pizza every day of the week. I me could eat too. every meal of the day of right. every we week. Got, we got plenty of time for pizza today. Just, we got I'm, some big yes. news. Yes, we do. Big news today. Some of it makes sense. Some of it is just ridiculous. All right. Bill O'Brien is officially taking the Boston College job, which we have discussed before that it was rumored to be happening, and now it is happening. So Ryan Day goes out, gets himself another offensive coordinator, this one that he trusts enough to sort of handle the offense, run plays. He's been a head coach. He's been a coordinator. He's been in the league. He's been everywhere. He's got a butt chin. Now he's gone. Right. So we all, very quickly. We all said when that happened at the time, we're like, wow, that is, I mean, th- this has been the rumbling for the last you know week or so yeah. plus after Jeff Halfley decided to go to the NFL, then you think, all right, well, if there's a head coaching job, he is an assistant coach here, a coordinator here, and it's closer to home. He's got all the issues where I know his uh, one of his children has medical issues, all those things, and has had treatment in that area. He is from that area. Makes total sense that he would want to take this job, be closer to family, all that. I get it. I don't besmirch him at all. It just stinks when you hire no, someone it, and think you got a plan. I, I, I get it. I get. I get it from his standpoint. I also understand why Ryan Day would like to rip off his testicles and feed it to him. I understand how he would be let down by this sure. situation. So, uh, Bill O'Brien goes, and Chip Kelly, Chip, Chip, head coach over at UCLA. Yes, he is still there. I actually asked on this show the other day, is Chip Kel- Kelly still the head coach at UCLA? Because I see him interviewing for offensive coordinator jobs in the league. I get why a guy like Jeff Halfley would do that at Boston College. I don't necessarily understand why a guy like Chip Kelly would do that. And now it appears... That Chip Kelly, he's he's informed his team that he's leaving. That is not that's been confirmed. That's false. been reported that, that right. he's told UCLA he UCLA is has said that for another job. UCLA has announced that that Chip Kelly is leaving. It is believed that other job is now to take over for Bill O'Brien and be the co-offensive coordinator here at Ohio State, <laughs> which is just a roller coaster. We're going to get into the nuts and bolts of that and the relationship that that he has with Ryan Day and other members on this Buckeye coaching staff. But I cannot think of another time, 
And maybe you can. Please fill me in because I'm. I was talking to Paul Keels back there. He too could not remember a situation quite like this, where you had a Power Five head coach leave not for another head coaching job. We've seen that plenty, but to be a coordinator at another Power Five school. He has not been. He was not fired by UCLA. No. You can say, "Well, the writing was on the wall." They didn't fire him. Maybe there was a discussion behind the scenes that something had to be done this off season, and you know we don't want to pay the buyout or what? We, I don't know. I have no idea. Well, right. I mean, there, there's a lot to unpack from this, but one of the things that seems to be at least part of the reason that Chip Kelly wanted out. There was a story in the Seattle Times uh, from just uh, just yesterday talking about, like, why is he exploring all of this? And part of it is because UCLA, there is, I think, an eight or eight and a half million dollar buyout if they had fired him after this season. They didn't want to pay that to get rid of him. So what they, it sounds like, have kind of done is said, you don't want to be here, it sounds like. We don't really want you here. But, you know, and the fans, if you're not paying attention to college football, the UCLA fans have wanted Chip Kelly fired for the last two years. The, the program has fallen off, not anywhere close to where it should be, as a head coach, that's on him. There were rumblings that he was going to get fired during the season this year. Yes, and, right. And they won some games and sort of turned it around, and that never wound up happening. So, I mean, I don't think it's unfair to speculate or believe that he basically may have said to them, hey, listen, uh, you don't have to do that. I'm not, let's not do that. I won't be here next year. I will do everything in my power, you know, to find another job. I really don't want to do this anymore. I wonder if that's why he didn't get fired. Because I know UCLA is not as big of a program as it used to be as far as a college football, you know, power, but they're joining the Big Ten. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how eight and a half million, if you don't like the guy, that's not a bad buyout. It's not like what we used to talk about Kirk Ferentz's buyout being 20 plus million dollars. No, no. And in the world of Jimbo Fisher's buyout, it's like pennies on the dollar. I'm just saying, I'm surprised unless there was some kind of discussion where Chip said, don't worry. If I can't find another job, I'll resign. You know, I'm not going to do this next year. You won't have to pay that buyout. I'll just leave. But this is a guy taking a hit from, I think he's making around 5 or $6 million a year to coach UCLA to whatever he's going to get paid here is going to be handsome for a coordinator. It ain't going to be close to that. It ain't going to be half of that, I would guess. No, well, it may be half. I mean, I'm thinking there's there's a between, des- there's a desperation fee that I'm sure Ryan Day had to pay. Well, I wonder... I. That's what I wonder is how desperate was all this anyway, right? Like, I wonder if the Bill O'Brien hire was out there and they, Ryan Day looked at him and said, that's the guy I want. I'm going to, I'm going to hire Bill O'Brien. And maybe Bill O'Brien tells him like, Hey, just so you know, if anything happens with Boston, BC, that's the only job I'd ever look at to leave here. And and then he goes, all right, well, if that's the case, maybe his wheels start turning and he already had thought. Jit doesn't seem to want to be, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know how desperate this all is, but man, it has played it's out wild. It has worked out perfectly, I would say. Do you feel bad about this? No, I don't. No, my head is spinning about this. Oh, my head you feels know that, very securely screwed on. And I'll tell you this. I, don't, I think this might be a better hire than Bill O'Brien. I, I'm not saying that it's not, but I mean, two days ago, it's National Signing Day. Yeah. And Chip Kelly is the head coach at UCLA, presumably in charge of National Signing Day. Of course. And all that entails with that. Ryan Day is sitting at a podium answering questions about Bill O'Brien saying, well, he's here today. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what tomorrow is, but he's here today. This is just nuts. It's because we live in this world now, right or wrong, 
where you almost feel like you have to fire a head coach or leave a position before the regular season even ends because of the early recruiting that we have, right? And now here we are in February, and it seems like the season ended nine years ago. Well, and you're trying to figure out head coaches and staffs. And now there's the rumor that P.J. Fleck could go (laughs) and take the UCLA job. So another Big Ten team is going to be looking for someone. P.J. Fleck and the Flecktones could be taking a West Coast swing here soon. All I again, here's the narrative I want to believe as a fan, right? Because the question certainly is, why would Chip Kelly leave? Even though, like we said, UCLA and him, it seems like the end is near anyway. All this stuff. I saw a reporter, I forget who it was, saying, here's the math on Chip Kelly. Next year, he has to know his buyout is less. And, you know, if he, this, this signing class they just did was not very good. He has to know next year he's probably going to get fired anyway. So why not get out now? And the, I'm not saying that's wrong. My, There's my, a lot of coaches that are in that position. My answer to that would be yes, but he is... He would be getting paid UCLA head coaching salary next year. There's a buyout attached to all of this if you fire him. Yeah, your math is wrong when you're not thinking about the fact that this man is leaving five, six million dollars potentially on the table to come do this. What I want to believe as a fan is Chip Kelly said, I can't pass up the allure of Ohio State no matter what it is. Well, perhaps, you know, we talk about this all the time. Like, why are these guys so desperate to just keep doing this. Maybe Chip Kelly is just, he just loves to coach. He looked at his bank account and said, oh, I got $50 million in here. Right. Okay. Well, well, then why would I stay here in this dead-end opportunity when I actually have a guy that I could go work with who I've, I've, I've coached as a player because they were together at New Hampshire. They've coached at four different stops. Yeah. Ryan Day and Chip Kelly. There's a relationship with Justin Fry, too, where he coached with Chip Kelly for a long time. Sure. And maybe he said, look, I don't know when another situation like this is going to open up. I I didn't get it or I didn't take it. Maybe he was the first one that Ryan Day approached. Maybe Ryan Day went to Chip Kelly when he realized he needed a new offensive brain and said, you're the guy I trust. And maybe for whatever reason at that time, Chip was not ready to divorce himself from being a head coach at UCLA. To your point, this may have worked out better. I'm... (laughs) Not that I again. I defended the Bill O'Brien hire when some so, people were so, so down I. on that. I thought you're just having him coordinate your offense. If we're talking about just coordinating offense in the in the last ten years, twenty years of college football, have there been five better offensive coordinators in college football, better run college offenses than Chip Kelly designed offenses in his prime at his top? I'm saying now, if he's not. He seems to suffer from a similar thing that Ryan Day has suffered from a little bit, which is when he becomes the head guy, it gets a little bit out of whack, right? Ever since he well, went you're to the also NFL. not recruiting the same type of talent at UCLA that you have at Ohio true, State. True enough. But I'm saying, like, when he was at Oregon, that was, that was a pretty good offense. Those were pretty good teams. Now I think he's to a point where maybe he's realized, I don't want to do all the management of this stuff. I don't want to have to sit in on defensive meetings and be out on the road all the time recruiting. I want to help develop quarterbacks and call some kick-ass plays that result in 70-point score lines. And I think I've got a great chance to do that at Ohio State with some people I know very well. I And make a few million dollars a year doing it while he's at it. That's not a bad gig, you know? That's It is a little bit like getting kicked down from starter to backup as far as quarterback. I mean, if you were a starting quarterback and you get kicked down there, you lose money, but you're still in the NFL and you're still doing your thing. All right, we'll unpack more of this and we'll talk some pizza. Coming up next, Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan Traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Good afternoon. We've got a shutdown to tell you about already. The 70 Westbound Ram to East Outer Belt shut down due to a serious accident. EMS crews on the scene. You were asked to avoid that area. Also, a collision blocking the left berm on the East Outer Belt ramp to 70 Westbound is being dealt with this hour. Traffic is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt. It matters who does your taxes. When you get your biggest refund from Jackson Hewitt, prepare to shout Jackson Hewitt from the rooftops. In the event you don't get your biggest refund, well, then you will get your money back plus a hundred bucks. Yep. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Jen. We did the math. Common Man has hosted over 5,000 shows on The Fan. Three of them have been halfway decent. Here's Man and Bone. Now, it's early yet, but I'm going to say this ain't one of them. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, go ahead. That's I mean, exactly I'm, right. I'm just saying I'm, there's a chance. Yeah. That's, right. It's not a good chance. Hey, it's Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone nine seven one. Text the burner phone six one four seven eight seven three zero nine three. It's also National Pizza Day. Oh, so I want to hear yes. from you, your favorite pizza place, and what your go to order is at said pizza place. And we have lots of news we're discussing now because we have breaking news with Bill O'Brien going, and it seems Chip Kelly coming, and all of this. But trust me. We will have lots of pizza discussion on the show today. Can I say two things? One of which is pizza related, one of which is not. The pizza related thing is, can people, I I personally would like to know your order, even if it does, I hope it includes pizza, but if they do other things okay. at said place, well, we like could do that. if they've got a specialty or you say, man, they've got some great wings or whatever, I don't know, they got some calzone thing that you really like, let us know because I, I am up for the accessories to pizza okay uh the the non-pizza thing is a chip kelly thing chip uh bruce tweeted us this he said i think it has to be said that yes chip kelly will be making a little less at ohio state but the cost of living in columbus versus la pretty pretty drastic i don't think that's a wrong thought however i don't think that has anything to do with why he's coming here no i think that that is a very that's a very good thing that you have to Talk about if you work at a bank. Right. I'm right? saying when you're making six million a year or now going down to three, two and a half million, something like that, he's going to live in a million dollar house here, I'm guessing. He is going to live very comfortably anywhere in the world. Right. He's that rich. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I just went on realtor.com real quick and put in Pasadena, California, just to see. Right. You can get a four bedroom, two bath, 3,000 square foot house in Pasadena for like $2 million. You can get a lot more than that here in Columbus, sure. Probably cooking meth right next door too. <laughs> no, it's actually it's actually looks. Is it like, nice? Uh, now that you say that, I can't tell what this building <laughs> next to it is. <laughs> See, there maybe, you go. Maybe it's an apartment. I don't know. No, it's that's it, nice. It's nice. It's got yeah. This is good. This is a nice house. You anyway, like it? All right. What I'm saying is, yes, he will be making more. You know, maybe in terms of how far the dollars go here. That's not why he's doing this. The man lives comfortably and also doesn't need his current salary to do so. I'm quite sure with all the money he made between the NFL and his previous coaching stops, he's banked. Yeah, he could do this fifty million if he wanted to. Yeah, this is. I I feel like this is a move that has to do with Ryan Day number one, and I feel like it has a move number two that has to do with I'm sick of dealing with whether it's nil recruiting. Not that he won't have to recruit here, but it's a lot different when you're not the head guy, right? Ryan Day, Brian Hartline, these are the guys that are going to be recruiting primarily at Ohio State. 
And then Chip Kelly can be the guy where they've got a five-star quarterback who needs sold. That was probably the selling point. Chip goes on that call, but not every other one. Yeah. You know, you got Ryan Day and and Hartline and the other offensive assistants doing the heavy lifting, and Chip gets to just sit around and, and design plays it sounds, and call plays. Yeah, to me, it's like, hey, don't you enjoy making this? Like, don't you enjoy making these plays, designing the way an offense looks? You don't have to come here and do a lot of the other stuff that most coaches have to do these days. You've earned that right. We want you to just make a playbook that is awesome with Ryan Day and then help teach Brian Hartline how to call plays, right? Show, lead by example, design a game plan, execute the game plan, make these calls during the game. Hartline's watching that with you, learning how to do that. I don't know. That's the, I'm, I know I'm looking at it with Buckeye colored glasses, but... I don't think it's it is shocking initially because he's taking a demotion. But if he was just done with head coaching, then I think this makes a lot more sense. Well, both things can be true. It can make sense and still be shocking because we've yeah, just never seen right. it before. Right. We have never seen something like this, to my recollection, in college football. Well, you know what else this does, too? I mean, just the chaos that is college football now. This opens up the portal for UCLA. So now the UCLA <laughs> players have 30 yeah. days to, to jump into the portal and do their thing. If P.J. Fleck leaves to go to UCLA, this opens up the portal at Minnesota. Yep. Or whoever goes to take that job. If, oh, they're, yeah. a head, if they're a head coach someplace else, that opens up the portal for all those athletes. I feel like in July we'll still be talking about like, and because of the uh, Bill O'Brien hire at Boston College. There's still some portal <laughs> that's open. Bethune-Cookman players are now available right, for 30 days because <laughs> it's just trickled all the way down to like all these different schools. But yeah, that that is kind of another side benefit here if, Chip Kelly says, there's a couple guys I like from UCLA. Maybe there's not room right now because you got... Also, UCLA, I don't think the players... They can they can be in the portal, but they can't really actively join a team until probably after spring because they are currently in school and you can't... I think there's something about how they can't transfer until the next opening for the next... You know, for whatever school you're going to. So, But they can answer the portal and they can certainly be recruited if that's the case. And there are a couple guys that they like. I'm sure that Buckeyes will be making that call. You know, it's an interesting stat. So I'm just, I'm refreshing myself on Chip Kelly's resume. Yeah. Because I, I had actually forgotten that he was head coach of the 49ers. I forgot oh, that. Oh, you did? Well, I remembered the Eagles. He was there for a period of time. Yeah. But he was just with the 49ers for one year. And then he went back to, and then he went to UCLA. Chip Kelly is 60 years old. He's done a lot in college football. He has coached in six bowl games. Okay. Ryan Day has also also coached in six bowl games. That is surprising. I would think he would. I For would, as long as Chip Kelly yeah. seemingly has been around, he has the same bowl experience as Ryan Day. Yeah, that's that is very interesting. And I, again, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm behind on this, or maybe other people disagree. I think Bill O'Brien was a really good hire. I think Chip Kelly, if he was available, like Bill O'Brien was, I feel like Chip Kelly would have been possibly getting the first call. Am I wrong? No, I I think that I'm surprised. I'd be surprised if he didn't. O'Brien had a better NFL time, but I don't really. That doesn't matter to me. We're talking about being an executive of a professional team versus calling a college offense. And I do think Bill O'Brien would have been good at that. I think Chip Kelly's a little better at it. I, I mean, at least I guess I'm hoping that at this point, too. I want that to be true, whether it is or not. So we're about to find out, I guess. Well, it was going to take a, a special type of guy to get Ryan Day to stop calling plays. And I think it was going to take a guy that was just been around the block, that was more experienced. 
You know, people want to talk about like Jason Candle. Jason Candle's not a guy that Ryan Day is going to hand the card to. Sorry. No. You know, Bill O'Brien was that guy. Chip Kelly's that guy. But you know what? That's a pretty short list. Yeah, I mean, we are talking about guys who had coached in the professional ranks and had, at least in Chip Kelly's case, this is a guy who got his team into the national championship picture as a college coach. Bill O'Brien certainly, while being a part of Nick Saban's staff, was a you know part of all that, right? Got to see all that. So we're, we're talking guys who they recruited and coached in games that are along the same level and well, you know what else? At Chip the biggest, did. at the highest level, like Ohio State is. Chip cheated and then got out before it bit him in the ass. That's right. And I'm so then about that, yes, are you kidding? Are you? There was a whole videotape. That was recruiting thing. Was that not the one? Am I wrong? Where there was like a check written to a recruiting service that was bogus yes, in Texas? That's exactly right. And which I forget which running back it was. Maybe Legarrette Blunt. No, I don't know. Anyway, but there was something along those lines where they there was a payment to a yeah that whole thing I had completely forgot about till you said that. But that's right. I mean, Michigan just won a national championship cheating. Oh yeah, man. Oh, there's no there's at this point. If we're I'll talking, take all the cheaters you got. I let don't me, care. Let me tell you right now. Just don't get caught. If we are talking about real life bad, then that's different. If we are talking about cheating the dumb NCAA where their own investigators are going to be fumbling around for eight years working on this Michigan case. Yeah, I don't really I'm not worried about that because clearly Michigan didn't. No one else seems to care. All the writers out there talking about how great Michigan is. Great. Then if that if we're in the post cheating era of the NCAA, then bring it on. I will talk about the football hillbillies, and I want to do pizza coming up. I'm, I'm starving. I got pizza stuff. All right, you. pizza next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Good afternoon. We continue to look at that shutdown along westbound 70 Ram 2 East Outer Belt. Still shut down EMS crews on the scene. Detours a lot for you, so just be careful as you move through. And police activity being recorded southbound 71 Northside after 17th Avenue. Don't know what lanes are down, but again, we will keep you posted throughout that. Traffic is sponsored by Discover. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24 seven customer service as well as zero dollar fraud liability which means you've never you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases learn more at discover.com slash credit card limitations apply i'm lena for 97.1 the fan traffic does excessive amounts of prozac make your sack droop down to your knees asking for a friend my friend's name is mike back to droopy sack and t-bone droopy sack and t-bone brought to you by the hinder motor company it is friday we have lots of Ohio State news. Bill O'Brien, officially the new head coach at Boston College. Chip Kelly is leaving UCLA to be the new offensive coordinator for Ryan Day. Dogs and cats living together. Mass mm. hysteria. Give me a number. Uh, let's go with 11. Caller number 11 right now. 614-821-9710. Gets a $100 gift card to Kenneth's Salons and Day Spas. This Valentine's Day, surprise her with a gift card from Kenneth's. Visit Kenneth's.com. Valentine's Day next week, kids. Yep. Just right. Uh, be aware of that. All right. It's National Pizza Day today. So I want to do pizza. I also want to talk about hillbilly football. Let's do that. And then we'll talk about the pie. The SEC has announced they're going to distribute about $51.3 million per member school for the 2022-2023 fiscal year. Last year, it was $49.9 million. 
So about a million and a half raise there. For comparison purposes, full share Big Ten members for that same fiscal year got $58.8 million. Oh, wow. That's full share members now. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, look, the money's going to continue to grow in college football. It's not a surprise. This is why you've seen constant realignment. This is why everybody's moving around. This this is not surprising to me that there is a ton of cash going around. And as long as that's the case, you will see schools angling to try to get as big of a piece of that pie as possible. It is Tool of the Week Friday, so tweet us at manandbone971. Text us, 614-787-3093. You can also text us your pizza stuff. I got a lot of pizza stuff coming on the burner. I've, I've got, we, go ahead with one of yours and then I've got one too. A lot of Tommy's, a lot of votes for Tommy's. A uh, couple votes here for Tarita's Pizza, which I have been to, Cleveland Avenue, south of Morse Road. I've never been or heard of, I've never been it to is, or heard of Tarita's. It is very good. It is, you know, thin crust, cut into squares. They use really good ingredients. Okay. I've I had see. it a couple times. It's very good. John said the Tarita's Pizza, pepperoni, he said pepperoni's good. The homemade Italian sausage is awesome, awesome, awesome. And then he said banana. And I don't know what that, I don't know why I said Maybe banana. Maybe banana meaning great? Like the place okay. is bananas? Yeah, it could be. Right. Like uh, Guy Fieri. Maybe that's the case. I also have this from uh, David who says Angelo's Pizza in Lakewood. The seafood pizza. I know it sounds gross, but it's amazing. So I went and looked this place up. Uh, I have not been there, clearly. Yeah. It's in Lakewood. Yeah. Um, but here's here's what this pizza is on their website. Seafood pizza is lobster cream sauce, provolone, shrimp, crab meat, and spinach. Uh, it looks like a large is thirty dollars, a medium's twenty six dollars. I would actually probably enjoy that. I, I like a I like a like a shrimp pizza. I've never had like any... a garlic shrimp or like a pesto shrimp. I'm trying to. Th- I mean, I, I'm not a big anchovies guy. I don't think I've ever had any type of seafood on my pizzas. I'm I'm trying I don't think I've ever done that. So I forget where I was. I once had a pizza with a huge pile of fried calamari on top. Oh, well that's it was surprisingly like you would delicious. Enjoy that. I know you I did like, enjoy it. I know you like the calamari. There was some sort of aioli that they did on there too. Delicious. Um I also have this. I can confirm this one. John says Buckeye Pizzeria in Marysville, simple pepperoni and sausage pizza. Their cheesy garlic bread is also awesome. So if you're not familiar, Marysville has uh, Benny's Pizza, Mm -hmm. which is, if you've heard of it, just know this. Benny's Pizza is so popular in Marysville, they have a separate building where you go to get the takeout pizza versus if you're going to sit in the restaurant. The restaurant is over on one side of the parking lot. Then all the way on the other side, they have a giant building, almost as big. And all they're doing is pumping out pizzas because people are ordering them. and, And that's two separate places. That place, I believe... The Buckeye Pizzeria family that owns that, there was some connection back in the day to Benny's. And I don't know what happened there. I don't know if there was a split or what. But Buckeye Pizzeria, that too. Buckeye Pizzeria Marysville, very good, along with Benny's. I like both. But if you if you ever go up to Marysville and you're looking to try some pizza, the two spots right there you got to do. Blaze is talking about Hound, Dog, Hound Dog's Pizza on High. Oh, I love Hound He Dog, says man. Hawaiian with Smoke and Joe's Crust or Tomato Basil with Feta and Smoke and Joe's Crust. If you like garlic crust, Smoke and Joe's is a must. Mm, and yeah. I, I agree. I do like the Smoke and Joe's. It's delicious. Well, that's, they do a good thin crust pizza there, too. That's the thing about... Because I'm more of a fan of the, the Cracker Thin style, the Columbus Tavern style. I, I like that stuff. But... The thing you miss with that often is you can't get the nice, you can't get all the extras on the crust. Like if you get a big, thick crust on the outside, then you've got things you can 
Just lather it's that a different in. Type of that's why I love pizza. Yeah, right. There are so many different crusts and styles and toppings. Like you talked about the seafood thing. Sure. There is no way if you have that seafood pizza, if that's your bag, if you like that type of flavor, that the next day if somebody gives you a slice of pepperoni, you'd say, oh, I'm sorry, I had pizza yesterday. No, you had a completely different thing yesterday. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that would be like saying, sorry, I, I can't have, I don't know, an English muffin today. I had a bagel yesterday. It's like, those are two different things. Like, they're, they're bread. They're made of bread, but they have different ways they're prepared. They're everything. Uh, Bob says, my wife also says that pizza once means we can't have it for at least seven more days oh, after. No. Oh, no. Even though I would enjoy eating it every day. Divorcer. <laughs> you got to talk about that. He also you get says married. for my pizza order every now and then I like to get the Alfredo sauce instead of marinara and top it with bacon, jalapenos and extra cheese. Then as for it, well done and dip it in garlic oh, butter. That's yes. delicious. And you know what? That's another thing I want to talk about. Yeah. I feel like most places don't cook their pizzas the way they should be cooked. You should be ordering your pizzas with a hard bake or say well done or extra crispy. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of a little char. Okay? Well, I mean, if that's what you like, but you I'm, don't like that. Well, okay. You know what I mean? Like I'm saying some people don't like that. But you should try it though. Well, yes, yes, you should of course. try it to try see it. if you like it better. Yeah. I do think that is an underrated aspect because the char on the on the cheese is good. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's personal preference. I know people that... They get a little char on the cheese, and they're like, "Oh no, it's burned." And, and no, for me, that's no, no. that's that's where I want it. But not everybody likes that. Uh, favorite pizza place and to go order is Flyers Pizza, original crust, pepperoni, mushroom, bacon, jalapeno. Then I will add tapatio hot sauce Ooh. on it. That now, sounds delicious. Full disclosure: the uh, Flyers people did send us. I guess we mentioned them on the air the other day. They sent us some uh, some coupons for you and me because. You had said you've not tried flyers, so they sent coupons for you to go try the flyers. So I'm curious to hear what you think of it when you get to finally do it. But I will tell you about one of my places that I I go to quite a bit by my house, George's Pizza. It's on Dublin Road. It's Shawnee Hills, but it's technically a Powell address, I think. Just type in George's Pizza, Dublin Road. They are good people there. They make very good pizza. It is thin crust, but it's not cracker crust. It is crispy but still has some chew to it. Mm. Um, I love the pepperoni amore pizza, which is extra pep, extra cheese. They use a high-quality cheese, mozzarella provolone blend. They use the delicious cup-and-char pepperoni. They usually put a very good bake on the pizza, too, where I don't even have to ask for it well done. Yeah. So go see my guys key. over there. I've had that because on your recommendation and can confirm. I mean, it is delicious pizza. They do a good job over there. I like. I want to do this all day. I want some pizza. And I want some delivery. Teddy, will you please go out and get us some pizza? Thank you. I, yeah, Ted, just scream into your Alexa or whatever's on your device. Just scream pizza near me. Whatever it pulls up, just hit order and then order like three pies. I don't care. You pick. Uh, I'm getting a lot of texts about Marion's Pizza in Dayton. Yes. If you have ever met anybody from Dayton, Mm-hmm. They will tell you that Marion's Pizza is the greatest pizza in the world. And I'm not here to say that it's not, because that's the beauty part about pizza, is that it's subjective. You, you, it's subjective, and you grow up with a certain taste. To to you, that is the ultimate pizza taste. I have had Marion's in Dayton several times, and it's very good pizza. I enjoy it. But I have seen people go in there and almost have a religious experience when well, they eat it. For example, if people are saying, well, what makes that better or worse? Why would someone not like it? If you like toppings, that is more of a thing that 
especially around like central Ohio, but Marion's does this too. If you order like a deluxe pizza, you're not going to see a lot of cheese. No, it's going to be, be top, covered in topping heavy. Right. And I mean, I grew up here where the marketing for one of the most popular pizza chains in all of Ohio and now going across the country is Donato's edge to edge toppings was like all I ever heard as a kid. Edge right. to edge was the buzzword. So, I mean, I grew up with like, yeah, let's get some toppings on there. Let's cover this pizza. But if you didn't grow up with that, may not be your favorite thing. One of the greatest athletes of all time just got a little richer today. We'll talk about it next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. This afternoon, a broken down car on the right berm. East Broad, westbound, and this is before McNaughton, so be careful as you move through there. Exit ramp still shut down due to a wreck. Westbound 70s off-ramp to southbound 270. You do need to avoid that area. And an earlier issue along southbound 71 after 17th Avenue is finally clearing out from the right berm. But, of course, you got those residual delays. Traffic is sponsored by Direct Auto. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. New name, same low-down payments. Go to directauto.com for a free quote. I'm Lena for 97.1, the fan traffic. If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is, is Common Man and T-Bone. Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools, at Man and Bone 971. Text the burner phone, 614-787-3093. It's also National Pizza Day, and go figure, uh, we have just descended into pizza talk. Oh my gosh, it's fine with me. Now... We are aware of the biggest story of the day, which is that Chip Kelly is yeah. taking the, it appears, is going to be your new offensive coordinator at Ohio State. After Bill O'Brien has officially left, take the Boston College head coaching job. Chip Kelly is leaving UCLA as the head coach. Granted, a head coach that everyone seemed to want to, around, want to run out of town yeah, anyway. But still, this is unprecedented. Unprecedented. And might I add, well played, UCLA. Good job by you. Yes, you saved... I don't know, $8 million, so you don't have to buy this dude out. Ohio State has to pay you like a million dollars, I think, to get him to come over here. But in the meantime, you let this guy run your signing day, both of them, mm -hmm. the early one and the late one. The entire coaching carousel has now done its little whip around. They are UCLA, so they will be able to get someone to leave, but probably not as high profile of a guy as you could have gotten if you'd done this in the fall, you know, in, in November. They would have been in the mix for a lot of, I would think, better candidates. Now that's all gone. All because you wanted to save somewhere in the neighborhood of $8 million. Yeah, I, I, unless he just took you totally by surprise. It just, from a UCLA standpoint, it doesn't make any sense. It is February 9th. Yeah. We're talking about jobs open up in December and late November because early recruiting is so important. Now the transfer portal is going to open up for 30 days. For all of these UCLA players, you will see a mass exodus. But not for you. That's the thing. Not for UCLA to bring anybody no. in to replace them. This is just for their <laughs> players to so, leave. Yeah, right. And I again, I think that's entirely fair because everyone knows the rules going in. UCLA's brass knows this going in. So for me, don't do this if you don't want that to happen to you. Now you lose your coach, which maybe you're thinking was a positive anyway. But you got to go find someone else. And... You're going to lose some players, too, over this. Maybe they don't care because those players weren't that good, they feel. But either way, poorly managed by UCLA if this is how it turns out. Uh, we're talking about pizza. It's National Pizza Day. Lots of people texting us with their pizza suggestions. 
Enrico's in Dublin. I can second that. They do a very good pizza there. Yes. Uh, DiCarlo's. We get a lot of people talking about DiCarlo's. Look, DiCarlo's Car- Carlos. We is were good. actually just talking about this with program director Fish before mm-hmm. the show today because he has never had DiCarlo's cold cheese pizza. Hey, who? Who are we talking to? Fish. Oh, you mean the fifth best program director in mid-markets in all of America? That's amazing, Mike. I'm glad you mentioned him. Well, he's only been on the job for a couple months, too. Imagine what he can do right next year. They just named the award after him. That's right. Yeah. My guy. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, so we're talking about DiCarlo's. If you have never had DiCarlo's, it's Ohio Valley-style pizza. They have a kind of a Detroit-ish type of crust, but it's not as bready and it's crispier than that. The crust, to me, is what makes it. I love the that crust. That crust is... I was not expecting that when I had it, because I was focused on the thing you're about to talk about yes. with the cheese. I love the crust, and I was very leery about the next thing, which is the cold cheese. So they will they will bake the crust, they will bake the sauce. Uh, then they take it out of the oven, and they just dump cold cheese right on it. Naturally, some of that cold cheese is going to melt, because the pizza is hot. Yeah, especially if, coming you, out of the if oven. you take it for 10 or 15 minutes before you actually eat. If you take it back home, right, that you put could, it in it'll a melt box, a little bit more. It's right, going to yeah. melt a little bit more, but it's not cooked with the sauce and the crust. And I was leery about how it would taste. I think it tastes very good. Now, if, if you went into it and you didn't know that that was the type of pizza that it was, you're in for a shock. Absolutely. But if you go in there knowing this is what it is, and I'm curious to try it. I thought it was very delicious. There are some people that go and get a, a cold bag of cheese with their pizza. Yes. And then we'll go home and put more cold cheese on top of it. I, I approve of that. But you know what I equate that to? You ever get a taco where if you eat a taco right away, like if it's prepared somewhere where it's not just sitting there forever, the cheese on top of that a lot of times, you get the meat and the cheese and maybe some toppings. It'll naturally start stays, to just melt on there. But it's not, but it's not like if you... You know, sometimes you go to a place where, like, if you get a burrito, that cheese is melted in there. Tacos still, sometimes you get the the not quite cooked cheese on there. And yeah. I, I kind of like that from time to time. It's a little refreshing. But it is very different than if you're expecting, like you talked about, a well-done pizza. It's the complete opposite of that. So you have to go in knowing what you're getting. But I liked it, too. Now, here's a question. If you go to DiCarlo's, is that the default way that they make it? Or do you have to specialize? I want Valley style. I f- I feel like I feel like when I went there, I asked for it Valley style just to make sure that I got it that way. Because I could understand if you were opening a pizza place, you know, like the one in Hilliard is, I think, the one that is still there. Did they clo- I thought they closed one I think of it, them. I think it's back. I don't know. Right. I think that one's. I think that one exists. But that's the one I went to, and I could see it if someone's just in Hilliard, it's not familiar with this Valley style pizza. They just roll up and say, yeah, I want a pizza. Maybe you don't default to, we're not going to cook the cheese. Maybe that's if you ask for it that way. I'm, I'm not sure. Another thing I'd like to do today is discuss some pizza places that are no longer with us because mm. those are tastes that we really can't get again. If you're a longtime listener of this show, you may remember me talking about Catafino's Pizza. Yes, Catafino's For a long time, that was the official pizza of this show. They would bring in Catafino's every single week. I would eat the hell out of it. We had eating competitions there. We did remote broadcasts there, appearances. They have gone out of business. Uh, The old man passed away. I don't know what else happened with the business there. The pizza was 
fantastic. Oh, yeah. It had a certain taste to it. They had a spicy Italian. They also had a pizza called the Champion that had ricotta cheese on top of it. Oh, oh, so good. I, I miss that to this day. I miss that pizza. Yeah, that's that's a really good call. There is, uh, I, I, I had that pizza a few times. I actually had it at a crew tailgate party where a buddy of mine brought a bunch of that and we got Yingling shipped in from Pennsylvania before it was here. We got a keg of it and we had a big crew tailgate where we had this excellent pizza and Yingling and most of the people who came to the tailgate, I believe, wanted to nominate us for like government positions to just run the state. That's how popular this was. It was excellent pizza back in the day. All right. Uh, I have one. Well, okay. Yeah, we got it. We got it. Trust me. More pizza. (laughs) Yeah. More discussion about Chip Kelly. It's all coming up. Plus NFL awards last night. We'll discuss Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Good afternoon. We are dealing with a shutdown that continues along westbound 70 east sides off ramp to southbound 270 from an earlier collision on that ramp. Now police are on the scene, so just be careful. One car on the berm facing the wrong way, causing slowdowns out on westbound broad before McNaughton, all due to a stalled car. Collision still blocking the left berm of the east outer belt ramp 270 westbound. And the commute at a stop and go because of a disabled car eastbound on 670 is just after Grandview. Traffic is sponsored by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride with the parts you need for the prices you want. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, for your money back. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, and of course, exclusions apply. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. The only thing scarier than Bones and allergies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you want to see this. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. Got a lot of Ohio State news today. Chip Kelly looks like he's going to be the new offensive coordinator. He is leaving his head job at UCLA, coming to Ohio State. Bill O'Brien is officially going to be the Boston College head coach. So he leaves. We hardly knew ye. And we're talking about pizza all day because it's National Pizza Day. I saw this, uh, I've, I've seen this question asked, This uh, the, the person that I saw most recently ask it in the last few hours about this is uh, Matt Brown, who has an Extra Points uh, newsletter you can go check out if you want to, uh, but he, he said, is UCLA the biggest sleeping giant type program that's probably never going to wake up, you know, because we always hear that about, oh man, if this, look where they're located, that was Miami for years, right, and Florida State when they were down Boy, all it takes is the right coach and the right thing to get them back. And they're in the state of Florida. They should be able to recruit well. I don't know that UCLA is ever going to be what air quotes UCLA could be. A per- I guess in some people's minds, it could be a perennial top 10 yeah, program. I know. There's, there's, yes, I know what you're saying about what they could be. But there actually was a, a program that was all of that. And I don't think they're ever going to wake up. And that's the Miami Hurricanes. Well, right. At yes. least not to the right. level that they were. I mean, it, wake up and have a 10-win season once in a (laughs) while? Yes. Uh, Contend for national championships? No, that's gone. But to your point, that's that's true about UCLA. We've always looked at that program and said, why aren't they better? Yeah, and I mean, there was a time back in the, when the Rose Bowl was the Rose Bowl, you know, back in the 60s and 70s, where that was UCLA, but I'm trying to think of how long it's been since UCLA was like a relevant... uh, 
title contender? Yeah, like they had a chance to win a national championship. Because I'm going back here for a while. Keep going, baby. I'm saying not in this decade, not not in the you know Chip Kelly era, not in the Jim Mora, but not Junior. Don't call him Junior era. Not then. You go back to like Rick Neuheisel was there for a time, going no. around 500. No. You know, I mean, you're you're going back to uh, the, here's the one that I found. 97-98, they went UCLA 10-2 and two each year under, do you know, can you guess the coach? Because I had forgotten this guy even existed. Um, no. It sounds like a name that we would make up for someone, but I know he was a real coach. I remember him. Bob Toledo. <laughs> That's right, Bob Toledo. Bob Toledo. What years were you talking about? 97-98, they were... You know ten- who was there? Who was... Uh, uh, who was there? Cade McNown. Oh, that's right. That was Cade yeah. McNown. Okay. So they were 10 and 2 both those years. They won the Cotton Bowl in 97, lost the Rose Bowl in 98. But that, I mean, that's the last time they were at like a 10 win season type of place. I mean, consistently for a couple years in a row. Who, who was, uh, I want to feel like, I feel like Terry Donahue was there. He was. That was for a, that wh- preceded, for a while. He preceded though, right? Bob Toledo. Yes. Yeah, you're right. right. Okay. I got the whole thing up here. So if you want to know, but I'm just saying that's how long it's been since they were in a win the conference Pac-12 back when that was a thing kind of deal. I'm I'm saying that's that's almost 30 years ago, and it ain't going to get there anytime soon. I wouldn't no. think, even with a new hire now. So yeah, I, I don't know that UCLA is ever waking up. Nebraska is probably one that's never getting back to what they were in the mid 90s. I don't know. I do. Don't know. tell Herbie that. I'll let her. <laughs> let her. Say Herbie's out there recruiting to. for. I know, right? Don't say that. I didn't do it. Don't listen to the outside noise unless the outside noise is Kirk Herbstreet. Then listen to it. I guess. I mean, they did just secure like the best quarterback recruit in the country. And why? In part, Dad. Where'd Dad, Dad go to college? There. I'm just saying, like, if you're getting six or seven of those guys every year for five years, then I'll believe maybe you've started the path to come back. But. Even that isn't a guarantee of success in college football. They're not, I, I don't think Nebraska is ever going to be what they were with Tom Osborne back in like mid 90s where they're just destroying teams. No, no, no. No, that's never, never coming back for them. Um, pizza time. Oh, yeah. Actually, no, what I got to do NFL awards. Yeah, first. do that, do that. NFL mm-hmm. awards unveiled last night. Lamar Jackson wins the MVP. Christian McCaffrey, Offensive Player of the Year. Miles Garrett, Defensive Player of the Year. All the Steeler fans got their panties in a oh, wad about that. They were so mad. Uh, CJ Stroud, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Stefanski wins Coach of the Year. And how about, look, the smart money was on the smart Damar Hamlin. All the money was on... Damar Hamlin, to get what are you talking comeback about? player of the year, you know, because he died and then came back to life. But, you know, I don't have a problem with this because who was more impactful? Who was the biggest comeback player this year? You know who the answer is. Flacco, my cracko. I think the NFL voters for this have showed us one thing, which is the idea that you can come back from the dead is more plausible and thus less impressive than guiding the Browns to the playoffs, as Joe Flacco did, right? They're saying that was more impressive than a guy dying and then getting back to an NFL team and getting on the field. And I agree with it. Flacco, my cracko. Also, Steelers fans, I I am just enjoying where you're at now, where your team is so miserable and bad that you are now where 
you've made fun of Browns fans, Bengals fans, people who look at like individual awards or end of season little like, hey, not so bad, slugger. Like that's where you guys are now. You're arguing over whether or not TJ Watt should have been the defensive player of the year. And you know what? I don't care. I'm, you know what? He, you can say all you want about the stats he had and he had a better year. Fine. Miles Garrett won and it rubs you the wrong way. And I love that. So I don't really, I actually could have cared less if TJ Watt won it, but since he didn't, I'm thrilled about this award. It was the best thing that could have happened to the Steelers this offseason. All right. Uh, it's National Pizza Day. By the way, Fish told us that he ordered a bunch of pizza. Yes. So, Teddy, get ready. I swear, this is. I, Fish has become like, imagine when you're in school where you had a teacher that you just kind of, I don't know, just, you had your teachers that you always had. And then you get to one time where you have the teacher that's the cool teacher who's like, guys, guess what? We're just watching movies today. It's Friday. Who cares? I brought in some of my old tapes. And you're like, great. We're just going to watch film. That's that's awesome. He just said, it's Friday. It's pizza day. I I'm order ordering pizza. I like it. Uh, a lot of people talking about Angie's on Carl Road. Uh, this I, one says I've pepperoni and onion well done. I've not had that either, but I do like that combo. I like onion on a pizza. Hmm. Um, what am I looking at here? I've got I've got one for you if you don't have one. Meister's. Oh, Meister's does do a good pie. But you know what, though? I I didn't know this. It says, not out of business yet, but you better get your full fill now because Meister's is done next year. What? I didn't know that. Just making pizza? I, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know, know if they're I don't getting know what kicked this... out of the... Are they getting kicked out of location because they're putting up so many condos and apartments there? Oh, I have no idea. That I mean, I know there's a lot of stuff going on around that. This is one random person on a burner phone. We don't know. I know, but I, I don't know where this is coming from. It's all I have, Bone. I know, but I'm just, you know, if it's like, oh, better get your giant eagle before they go out of business. It's like, what? Well, is that, do we know? It's like, well, this saying, guy on the phone said it. Maybe that somebody mean said it once upon a time about Big Bear and they were right. <laughs> I miss, by the way, speaking of places you miss, I miss Big Bear, man. Oh, I would but go to that bakery. It? Oh, no, was it specifically the bakery? The bakery yes, the bakery. I like their cookies. They had, and again, I had them when I was seven. So maybe they're not as good as I remember, but at the time I remember them being absolutely banging. Giant Eagle's got a good bakery. They do. That's true. Yeah, that was a good, good bakery, replacement. Giant Eagle. Yeah, that's right. Uh, speaking of pizza places that are out, did we? Did I say that? I didn't say this on the air, did I? I think I was talking to you about it off the air. What? Where did it go? I had a guy who had sent a message about a pizza place that went out of business that he was missing. Oh, here it is. Chuck said the west side of Columbus used to have a mom and pop pizza place called Outback Pizza Shack. It had the best meat lovers pizza ever. Crumbled bacon, pepperoni, ham, salami, delicious thin crust, and I miss it. Never got closure. That last part resonated with me. I do not know that pizza place. If you do, let us know. But I remember going to pizza places that I really enjoyed. One of them was called Canapoli's on the west side. We moved over there when I was just freshly married. We had that pizza probably once a week for six months. Loved it. it went out of business and we never got closure. Never got to have that last all right, going out of business next week. We'll order the pizzas one last time. We'll all enjoy it, and then we'll make our peace with it. No, it was just one day we went to call, and they were just the phone was busy, dead. Couldn't get the pizza anymore. We were we were destroyed. Got uh, Rubino's and Bexley. A lot of people talking about that. That is that is a very cracker thin, unique style. Yeah, I know a lot of people like Rubino's. Have you ever had the, uh, out that way, a little bit further out east, have you ever had the TAT, Ristorante di Familia? I, I want to say it was a long time ago I had it, so, but I don't think I got pizza there. They do. They're a full restaurant, but they are one of the people, and I'm not saying this for marketing purposes or anything else, I know they're one of the ones that people say when you think of the Columbus style, 
they do it well. Theirs is similar. You know how Massey's cuts theirs really long and thin? Mm-hmm. That's, strips. In the strips. In the strips. That's more what they do. And it is, I'll tell you, that is some good pizza out there, too, if you've never had it. I'll tell you what. Have you been to Rubino's before? I th- I feel, I know, I've known about it, and I feel like I went and got it once. The way they do sausage. But I don't blank it on if I actually did go over the there. The way they do sausage, at least they used, I assume they still, I said, the way they used to. This place has been in business forever. I assume they're not changing. <laughs> right. But it's almost like sliced gyro meat. Oh, is yeah. The, is the way they layer the sausage on that's, top. That's great. If they're doing that. I it's, love, it's very weird to look at, but it tastes good. I love a sliced. So I know that's not what you're talking about, but the no, that's the sliced links. I love that style they do that of sausage a lot too on the East Coast with the yes. It's almost like cup and char sausage. It is. It's and that's one of my favorite things. But they don't do it a lot out here. But that's okay. And now I want some Rubinos. I want all that this crust pi- is really really thin. I want thin all too. this pizza. Um, by the way, Dancing Kevin, who is I believe either from the Dayton area or I know he goes out there quite frequently. He said Marion's is really good. Their sausage and sauerkraut pizza, surprisingly good. I'm not a big sauerkraut guy. I'm not either, but if that's your thing, I did not know they did that. He then said, but I prefer Cassano's in Dayton. Absolutely fire. They cook it on salt, so you get a really salty yes, crust. Yes, I, I, I had that one. And if you like that salty bite. Yes, it's good. It, I mean, if that's your thing. I, I personally enjoyed Cassano's too. I like Marion's Like Sometimes Cassano's. I'll read food reviews and it's like, oh, too salty. To me... And I like food very salty. Yeah. My parents are the complete opposite. No salt. Where my mother just puts no salt in anything. No seasoning. Seasoning she, she'll put, but like but salt, salt? No. No. But I like lots of salt. Like to me, there's inedible and then a very <laughs> fine line and then fine. Right. And then Ta- salt. Tastes good. Yes. Salt. So when I see a review like, oh, too salty for me, I'm going to that place. I, yeah. Because that's probably seasoned to my liking. Yeah. That's, that's I want to wake call. up in the middle of the night and go, <laughs> <laughs> I need a water. <laughs> it's worth it, baby. Mm. All right, coming up. What is next? I don't know. Just oh, more pizza. Just do well, more, more pizza. pizza and we'll, we'll, I have something else for you. Chad Johnson, Ocho Crapo, says if the Chiefs don't win the Super Bowl, he's going to do something very drastic. I'm going to tell you what it is next. Colin Mann and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. This afternoon, a lot to navigate you through the first. One car on the right berm along westbound broad before McNaughton causing delays. You've got a wreck that's being reported along southbound 270 uh, east outer belt. And it's the off-ramp to westbound 70 east side. So just be careful. Also, traffic at a stop and go due to a wreck along westbound state route to 161 near Buenos Aires. And you've got major slowdowns along northbound 270 east outer belt before 70 east side. Due to that wreck, uh, you've got at least a 45-minute delay to move through there. Traffic is sponsored by Take 5 Oil Change. At Take 5, they're faster than you think. That means they'll change your oil and get you back on the road in less time than it takes you to get over from the express lane over to the exit ramp. Just sit back and relax while their fast, friendly team does all the work. Take 5, this stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Dumb is the only language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. 
of this stupid show. Just wherever you get your podcast, just click or search Common Man and T-Bone. Click subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. We have Buckeye football news today. Bill O'Brien officially goes to be the Boston College head guy. If you're saying, wait a second, I thought he was just hired to be the offensive coordinator. He was. So now he's gone. Chip Kelly is seemingly leaving UCLA as the head coach to come to Ohio State and be the offensive coordinator with Ryan Day. Chip Kelly was on the staff at New Hampshire when Ryan Day was there. They know each other very well. Uh, Justin Fry was also on Chip Kelly's staff for many years. Experienced guy, offensive guy, of course, former head coach, both in college football and in the NFL. And now it appears he's going to be your new offensive coordinator. Well, and I think it's good to focus on what has Chip Kelly been known for? What what has he been best at? And the answer is creating great offenses that put up a ton of yards and points. Is he the greatest head coach in the world? No. Are you asking him to do that? Also, no. So it's been a long time since we've seen just Chip Kelly, the play caller, out there dealing. And that's what Ohio State gets with one of the most, assuming the quarterback position is set, assuming your offensive line is fixed, those are big question marks. But if they are, this should be one of the most loaded offenses any year. It always should be. But the transfers that have come in, the stuff you've got working here, it should be one of the most loaded offenses in all of college football. And that's before you add in, Chip Kelly to Ryan Day's brain trust as far as figuring out what to do with this team. So, yeah, count me as excited about this. Hey, Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. Breaking news there. Chad Johnson, a.k.a. Ocho Crapo, who is on the uh, Shannon Sharp show. uh, Is that? That's not Club Shay Shay. What is that one called? That he does? I don't know, but it's endlessly entertaining. He he and Shannon Sharp do a podcast. Yes, it's endlessly entertaining. Yes. Uh, he said, if the Chiefs lose, I'll divorce my wife and no more sex for the rest of the year. That's how confident I am. Yeah. <laughs> he also said, if the, uh, well, if the just... Chiefs lose, I won't eat McDonald's anymore. Okay. First of all, these are all these are all fine things to say. He is he is being an entertainer here. There's no way he is actually divorcing his wife and not having sex for a year if his football prediction is wrong. This is his... This is him just being a goofball and saying stuff. And he is entertaining. Oh, I find man. him very... When he played, I found him obnoxious. No, he's, Now I find him entertaining. He's hilarious, man. Him and Shannon Sharp together are a, it's a good great show. duo. They do a good job. But good show. Yeah, you know, I don't... I don't. Whatever, man. Say what you got to say. You th- So he thinks the Chiefs are going to beat the Niners. Is that what he's saying? He's so convinced he's going to divorce his okay. wife and give up sex. I was just making sure I had the teams right. I couldn't remember which way he's... I was more focused on him giving up sex for a year. Yes, but he said Chiefs are going to win. Also, would his, the bank. was this a way of him saying that his wife would leave him if there was no sex involved? Because I got to tell you, if I think you or I told our wives, hey, no sex for a year, they'd be like, oh, they'd good. Have a party. I've, I've never loved you more. Thank God. Mm-hmm. I don't have to see you anymore for a while. It is National Pizza Day today. So, of course, our fat asses are obsessed with that. Uh, we've been neglecting. And don't turn your nose up at frozen pizza. Oh, sure. Okay, because it has a place in our lives. Of course, it's not the mom and pop place down the street, but sometimes you go home, you put something in the oven, and that's what you want. For example, I've got a tombstone. I've got a pep and sausage tombstone in my freezer right now at the ready. I've got a pepperoni freshetta rising crust. Mm. 
That's my rising crust of choice. Okay. DiGiorno sucks. I like the freschetta. I'm not as big a fan of the frozen rising crust pizzas, only because I just, I don't think they hold up as well as the, like the tombstone crust or even the red barons. Those, well, those, right. It's a different type of eating experience. But also because you're cooking it in an oven that's not dedicated to making pizzas, that well, crispiness, you know. And you know what? You don't have to. Because I got this from Jason. He says he gets himself a red baron frozen pizza. Adds more cheese and pepperoni to it. Okay. And then smokes it on the pellet smoker. Oh, never thought of doing that. Yeah. That's that's interesting. You can do like frozen pizzas in a green egg. You can do it on the pellet smoker. You don't just have yeah. to do it in the oven. Gosh, I've never thought of doing I'll get that. The cru- I got the little pizza stone in the oven. Pizza yeah, steel. Yeah, yeah. And I'll put the frozen pizzas. I'll get the oven super hot. I'll cook the frozen pizza. Then turn the broiler on. Yes. Get that stone super, super hot mm-hmm. and then crisp up the bottom. Look at you. Oh, yeah. Now, see, that's now, see, again, here's the other problem I have with that. I'm not saying that's a bad strategy, but at some point, it's like, I want this thing in a reasonable amount of time. You're, you're right. And that's where, at that point, it's like, I may have well as just ordered a real pizza and had it brought to me. But it's cheaper. You don't have to pay and for you know, it. It's already in the house. they had here. They have it in grocery stores in the Chicago area. Okay. I like the home run in frozen pizza, which we have that here. We do. Yeah, I, I, Rothman is a big fan of the home run in yeah, frozen it, pizza. I, I had just discovered that a couple of years ago. I never had it, but it's good. But their their crust is very unique. It's buttery. Yes, it's flaky, almost like a biscuity. It very much is. Yes, I, I was surprised when I had that in the Chicago grocery stores. They sell nothing but crust. You can get an entire crust frozen. From them? From them. Oh. It's I, in like a three-pack. Nice. And then you take it home and you make your own pizza. Now that. And then you throw it on their crust and put it right in the oven. It is fantastic. I have. I would love that. I would love if more places did that. You know, could you imagine? Let's say if you're a fan of the Pizza Hut crust. I'm not saying everybody is. But if you are, but you could then have it at home and just do whatever you want with it. Put whatever sauce well, you, you want. You, you could walk into any pizza place and say, just give me some dough. Yeah, that's true. They'll I guess you're right. To you. That's right. I didn't think of that. Now you got to stretch it out and do all that crap. Yeah, I'm just saying as a if you get a frozen or you know like what would that be? Kind of like a par bake. Yeah, where they freeze it after it's been baked, yeah. so it's a little bit done, but then you've got to finish that off. Well, you know what? The restaurant supply stores sometimes have those par baked crusts. Now the problem oh. is you have to buy like a pack of thirty five <laughs> because <laughs> they're they're selling it. Still not to, seeing a problem so far. to restaurants. Well, the freezer <laughs> space is the problem. You got to make one every day for the next month. Yeah. Oh, honey, we have to. I bought these crusts. We have to keep making pizzas. Yeah, right. You've uh, convinced me. Now, I on the frozen pizza thing, I will also say, if you've not tried those screaming Sicilian pizzas, they're a little pricey, but I think they're well worth it. They're very good. I've not, I've not had a, I've not had one come out bad yet, but definitely do a well, a well done on those. Get the big crispy oh, yeah. edges on it. It's, it's good. And they're they, I think they use the cup and char, or at least it's the closest I've seen to a cup and char pepperoni from a frozen pizza it does very well with that uh cory kluber announced his retirement today after 13 seasons two two time cy young award winner that's right cory kluber had some arm issues but was a very good pitcher for at that time the indians uh michigan is hiring wink martindale to be their new defensive coordinator he was on brian dayball's staff with the giants this past year and they infamously had the big fu shouting match with each other i he walked out i may have already maybe i'm the only person in history that did not know this but 
I didn't realize that Wink Martindale was a reference to like a different person. A TV host. Yeah, yeah I, game I, show I, was, host. I was not familiar with the original Wink Martindale. So Wink. What's, what's this guy's real name? Like the the Wink that's in... I, I don't know. I just, just call him Wink. Oh, it's uh, Don. Okay. Don slash Wink Martindale Wink. is the football coach. And Mike Zimmer and his eyeball will be the new Cowboys defensive coordinator. Are you excited about that, Teddy? Zimmer comes in. A lot of experience there. I'm okay with it. I wouldn't say I'm like really excited. I'm not disappointed. It's like, well, he's done well in the past. We'll see what happens. If it fails, I mean, they'll all be fired at the end of the year anyway, I would think. So. Right, well, good. not fired. Their contracts expire. Yeah. Thank you, Teddy. Yeah. Jerry's just going to kick the can down the road another year, maybe. We'll see. Fat Boy Food Tap coming up next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Right now, a lot happening out there where we've got northbound on the east outer belt before 70 east side it crashed, causing at least a 40 minute of a delay moving through there. Also, the exit ramp has reopened, so that's some good news. The 70 westbound ramp to east outer belt southbound. Also, a crash along westbound State Route 161, causing some slight delays near Buenos Aires. That's where that collision is at. And traffic at a stop and go along northbound east outer belt after US 33, all due to an earlier collision. Traffic sponsored by First Service Credit Union. Don't be just a number at the bank. First Service Federal Credit Union puts you first. Become a valued member at firstcu.com. Switch for the savings, stay for the service. Ready for banking with a human approach? Find First Service at firstcu.com. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Jen. Uncomfortably talking about food. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. This is Man and Bone. Don't mind us. <laughs> We're just stuffing our face with pizza over here. Yeah, it's uh, National Pizza Day. And so we've been talking pizza. We've been lusting over pizza. We've been... Ted, come get some pizza in He's here. got it. Oh, fish, you got it? Fish brought him some. So our... Fish ordered some Tommy's pizza. Delicious. <sighs> And this is well done, too. Yeah, it is. Extra crispy. Mm. The way I like it. Hey, let me tell you about my friends at Universal Windows Direct. Go ahead. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about more pizza. They will back up all of their window purchases with a true lifetime warranty for as long as you own your home and 30 years to the next homeowner. Call Universal Windows Direct today. They're going to upgrade your new windows to triple pane glass for free. That is three layers of glass between you and... And the cold outside, or when you start running that AC, the air is going to escape from your house. Keep that cold air inside. Schedule your free in-home estimate today. For every two windows you buy, you get the next two free, plus a free upgraded triple-pane glass. And they're going to double your energy tax credit. Restrictions apply, I have to say it. For the last windows you'll ever need, go to UniversalWindowsDirect.com. Like me, will be saying, I love my windows. So, Mike, I've got pizza stuff, and I have... Uh, Chip Kelly to Ohio State stuff. All right. Also, I have I, a fat boy food. Tip. We should we should also mention briefly. We are aware the Super Bowl is happening on Sunday. We will talk more about it. I'm sure at some point when it's not pizza and Chip Kelly Day. But you know, also, you, you brought this up earlier. We're more of a reactionary type yeah. of show. So Monday we'll talk. So, you more know what? About Here's my prediction for uh, the Super Bowl. Good game. That should be a fun game. I don't know who's going to win right now. I don't care. Uh, here's my fat boy food tip. Starting on March 13th. Wendy's will debut a new frosty flavor. Yes. Just in time. Sorry, I'm belching. Just in time for spring. The frosty orange dreamsicle. Oh, yes. 
Yes! Yes! Uh, that, is, that is great news. I so want that so There's so some bad. speculation. Some people are saying March 19th. Some people are saying the 13th. But whatever. Sometime Listen. in mid to late March, they will have this flavor for you. <sighs> Listen to me. The orange creamsicle is one of the greatest ice cream things that's ever been made. With sherbet and you know what it is. If it comes close to tasting like that in liquid form, never take it off your menu. Wendy's, do you hear me? I know where the corporate headquarters is. I know you're listening to us. Now, don't take it off the menu if if it hits. This is upsetting some people, this news. Like, you're very excited about this. Yeah. But when they take this away, that also means the vanilla is going to go away. Oh, you mean the one that shouldn't exist? I'm, I'm just saying, there are Darn. people who love the vanilla. Good for you. The vanilla Frosty will leave when this comes around. Yeah, because you know what they're taking? They're taking the inferior vanilla Frosty and putting flavor with it so it actually tastes good. All right. Yay. Yay. Sounds good to me. Yay. Uh, by the way, here is a can question. I, can I get up and get more pizza? Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna. Well, I was gonna ask you a question though. So, well, oh, just you know what? I'm move the microphone. Get, get your pizza. Go ahead while you're doing this. So, Cucho Divot, who tweets us all the time, says, "Question for the Chicagoan common man: How close is the frozen home run in pizza that I can buy at Meyer to the original from the restaurant? Probably about sixty percent." Go ahead. I'm. I'm just listening. <laughs> Probably about sixty percent. Mm. It's not going to be as uh, tasty as it is in the restaurant. Mm. How you doing over there? Good. Mm. Yes. That well done on it, the Tommies. My gosh, Fish did this to himself. He did. I mean, you put catnip in front of us. What are we supposed to do? We're going to eat it. He put an entire pizza here in the studio. That's and why it, we keep them listen, outside. I tell you right now, it'll be gone before we hit five o'clock. I can almost guarantee you that. My gosh, they nailed this. This is one of the best pizzas it's, I've ever had. It's the, uh, it's the, the extra, well done. It's the extra, yeah, it's the extra bake on it. It's good. Uh, Julian says, Rotolo's in Grandview. Pepperoni and garlic with the circular pepperonis that curl up and hold the grease in. Mm-mm, good. I yes. Want you, I want you to listen to something. That's right called now. the cup and char for what it's worth. Listen to this. Ready? God. Yes. Like glass shattering. I'm telling you, man. That's, to me, this, again, Tommy's does this. Eagle Pizza does it out in New Albany. I don't want to. Plenty just, of others that do it too. That cracker thin crust right. to me is. I just don't want to neglect so good. the other styles, though. There are plenty of other good. Yes, I know wood fired places and stuff like that. For example, I really like Paulie G's in the Short North. They do a fantastic job. Uh, Sexton's does a very Sexton's good job. Sexton's is good out in Hilliard. Yes, yes. Uh, if you go to Dayton, a lot of people talk about Marion's. We've talked about them. Completely different style. Old scratch pizza. Yeah. Wood fired. Does a fantastic job. I am not against that. I like all different types of pizza. I like my pizza like I like my women. How's that? All different textures and colors and girths. <laughs> Skinny, chubby, hmm. doesn't matter. There you go. Now, I'm, I'm uniting the world. Now, I will be very clear with this next recommendation I'm going to give you because I know the owner. I am friends with Nick and his family. They are good people. The people who run Gallo's Tap Room, uh, somewhere in particular Brewing, Gallo's Kitchen and Bar. These are good restaurants. If you've not been to them, I highly encourage you to check them out. Uh, at at least at the Tap Room, and I want to say maybe at the Kitchen too, they offer the pizza. I know it's at the Tap Room, but they have a Gallo's Pizzeria, which is up at the North Market, that they have the one up in Dublin. Dublin, Bridge Park. Yeah. Um, I like the pizza they do. They do a New York style crust that is very, very good. It is on par with anything you would get out that way. I love it. But I was over there the other day 
with, of all people, Neil Sika, my guy, uh-huh. and Maddie Andrews. <laughs> yeah. So we're all hanging out, and Nick says, I got something for you to try. It's been baking for an hour. I said, what are you talking about? He's like, just hold on. Comes back with a stuffed pizza, like a Chicago-style stuffed deep dish, now, as some call is it. it. Is it stuffed or is it deep? Because those are two different types. Well, I'm saying deep Not dish. Not all deep is stuffed. Okay, what's the kind where you put the layer of dough on the top, all the toppings are underneath, and you just see the sauce on the top? That's a stuffed it, w- pizza. Was there a layer of dough, though? I Yes. Yeah, okay, then that's stuffed. Was. That's what I'm saying. All yes. Right. But I'm saying most people call that a deep, a Chicago deep dish, and it's like, yes, but it's not. Different. Yeah. That's what that is. He brought one out. I am not the Chicago deep dish guy. I did not grow up around that. I know that's not what you guys ate all the time there. But it was the best one of those I've ever had here. I've not been to Chicago and tried well, all the different styles there. Where, but you, where you been, loser? What do you mean, where well, I've been? Bring it, bring it, I'm talking to him. Oh, he... I, Gallo, bring a pizza in here. You have dude. a standing invite anytime I, I go. Well, bring it to me. No, you go get it. Here, we'll go together. I don't like standing invites. I like actual invites. Can I tell you something? I said this to him. I was like, why don't you bring some into, this, into the place? And he goes, yeah, but... It's gonna. It's not gonna. It's gonna lose. All right. Some of you the know money. what? I respect that. Yeah, I respect that's, that. That's what we always talk that's about. The same food. reason why I won't make a pizza for Tyvis Powell. <laughs> He's always asking me for pizza. I said I'm not gonna have you just bring it home and it dies in the car. So I don't. I don't know if he's got the deep dish out yet, or the. I'm sorry, the stuffed. But definitely, we have. To, you have to go with me and go get that. And when it's out, I will let the people know because it is. It's banging. It's really good. I've also learned some new lingo today, too. What's that? I'm just looking at some of these recommendations. They're making me laugh. What do you mean? You know, like, people are talking about, like, it's the whip. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. I didn't whip know that that good. was... I, That's whip good. is good. I'm, yes, I'm getting that it's good. good. Uh, yeah. I saw uh, All in One, this guy tweeted, I said, nothing like the pizza house off of Sinclair, hashtag bang bang, and then at the pizza house, Ohio. Let him live. Uh, Julian's. Oh, we already did. Julian's. This is from Ross. He says, if you're ever in the Springfield area, check out the Hickory Inn. It's like stepping back in time. The pro tip with their pizza is to get the whole wheat crust. Also, their potato skins are the size of softballs. Oh, how could whole that be wheat bad? crust? Very interesting. Not a whole wheat crust. I don't know about that, but the well, the if he's potato, telling me to get it, I'm going to get it. The potato skins being the size of softballs. That's good. When we, I got a, I got something to tease for you with the pizza. All right, when we get what? back. Uh, I have. It's you'd have to drive to get it, but I've got a uh, a regional a college around the state of Ohio. There is a place in that college town that does one of the weirdest but best pizza adjacent things I've ever had. Pizza adjacent, yes, like it a is. Stromboli or a calzone. It's like that. Okay, but it's right, not. Right, right, right. Yes, common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. You may be dealing with a stop-and-go issues along northbound east outer belt before 70 east side, all due to a wreck, at least a 60-minute delay. And then you've also got westbound State Route 161, a crash right near Buenos Aires, causing slowdowns. And then a broken-down car on the right berm, and it's unfortunately facing the wrong way, so just be very careful. Heading westbound on Broad just before you get to McNaughton at this time. Traffic is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's new cravings value menu is a big deal, or rather, it's 10 big deals. 
From new items like the loaded nachos to familiar favorites like the spicy potato soft taco. Check it out at a participating Taco Bell today. Available for a limited time only and of course, while supplies last. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. No filler guests, no intelligence, and most of the time, no sports. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I mean, we've we've done a lot of pizza today. (laughs) And we're eating a lot of pizza today. If you're saying, how many pieces of pizza can you put away during a commercial break? I just did five. Oh, my gosh. Right there. Well, I got to tell you, and this is the thing. So, it's National Pizza Day. We've been talking pizza all day. Fish, our program director... Still a little new to the area. This is, you know, the first time he's lived in Columbus, but he's lived all over. He's from Chicago. He's lived out in D.C. He's lived in Kansas City. He's, he's been everywhere, man. His last shop was up in uh, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we were talking about, you know, different pizza places, we kept bringing up Tommy's. And he's like, all right, I got to try this. So he ordered us Tommy's pizza. And I have, as someone who's eaten a lot of Tommy's pizza in my day, I have to say that the idea of not knowing you're getting Tommy's and then randomly just getting it within a five-minute notice of it being available, that 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 makes it I even it better. Because huh? usually I have to obsess about it for like a month before I finally go, all right, I'm going to get Tommy's. But now I just had it dropped off here, and it's delicious. All right, give me a number. Yes. Uh, let's go with... <laughs> yes is not a number. No, I was I was, I was was like, good idea. I need to think Call of a number. Call a number yes. No. <laughs> well, there's probably someone with numbers. You'd be like, that's actually 47. Uh, let's go with three. Call number three right now, 614-821-9710. Gets two tickets to the world's toughest rodeo on Saturday, February 17th at Nationwide Arena. The Cinch World's Toughest Rodeo features fan favorites like bull riding, bareback riding, where they eat pizza and mm, ride bareback, like yeah. and women's barrel racing, There's beer barrels. I like it. Tickets are on sale now through Ticketmaster. Go get some if you um, like that sort of thing. So we were talking about which I don't pizza adjacent. <laughs> Thank you. I got that. That was. Are you kidding me? I wasn't able to tell that by the way you were reading that copy. Uh, I was talking about pizza adjacent things because I like pizza. I love pizza, but I also love when you go to these places and they have a specialty that they add in, like a stromboli or a maybe they do wings that are good or mm-hmm. tater skins. Tater. Yeah. Uh, out in Bowling Green, they also have locations in Finley and Toledo. There's a place called Campus Polly's. And if you've never had this, if you, I don't know, again, why you would drive out to Bowling Green unless you know someone who goes there or you're thinking of going there yourself. Let them live. It's a fine school. You may have heard me talk about it. They have a place out on the Bowling Green campus called Campus Polly's where they are the home of the world-famous stuffed breadsticks. And my God, these things are good if you've not had them. So they are they are a breadstick, but they have a very unique texture to them. Almost, I'm not saying they do this, but it's almost like they have a little bit of an egg wash on there. Mm. So they get a little bit of a, they get a lot of caramelization and char on the outside, however they do it. But inside, you can get whatever toppings they have on their pizzas. Stuffed in the breadstick. Yes. With cheese and everything else. So I mean... Just name your thing, but I've I've had an anchovy stuffed bread. They have anchovies. They actually do have anchovies. So yes, you could. I actually like anchovy on my pizza. I know. I I prefer to actually add it after the fact, though. Oh, yes, I like the pizza baked, and then you take a little tin of anchovies and you just layer a couple anchovies on there for Mm. flavor. Now they offer you the following dipping sauces for your stuffed breadstick. You can get, of course, because we're in the Midwest. House Ranch is the first one they list. You can also get a pizza sauce, which is a great option. Uh, then they have barbecue sauce, buffalo wing sauce, 
and jalapeno cheese dip. And let me tell you right now, that is a game changer. If you get the jalapeno cheese dip with whatever you want in there, among the things you can get it stuffed with, grilled chicken, roast beef, meatballs, bacon bits, taco beef, sausage, pepperoni, salami, ham, tomato, black olive, sauerkraut, jalapeno, green olive, banana pepper, anchovy, green pepper, onion. That's the same thing. I don't know why they said it twice. Pineapple, mushroom, Colby cheese, extra cheese. It is awesome. So if you're ever out in Western Ohio, get out to Bowling Green and go check that out. Teddy's eating pizza over there. How's the pizza, Teddy? Good? Ted is like a mile away from the microphone. He's back. He's, he's, he's just throwing my plate out there. Yeah, it's delicious. Teddy, yes. I couldn't believe how, how warm it was still when I was eating into it. I was like, wow. It, I mean, I've, you know, well, usually fish, you get fish put it under his crotch when he went to pick it up. <laughs> God actually, bless him. He actually opened up the engine hood of the hood of his car, God stuck it on the engine him. and just <laughs> shut the lid. Got a car BQ. <laughs> nice. There you go. Uh, let's see. We've got a lot of people talking about different pizza places. Uh, Why don't this you do the Rittenberg thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. I keep forgetting to do that. Our so, guy. So Adam Rittenberg, our guy, had an article for ESPN that says, Chip Kelly going to Ohio State. Who are the top candidates to coach UCLA next? He if, lives on the north side of Chicago. Rittenberg, doesn't he? I know he's a Chicago guy. He's a Northwestern guy. Yeah, he's a hey, Cubs guy, Northwestern guy. When, yeah. when you go to uh, Wrigley Field, like all you idiots will, it's like, ha! Disney World for people who like to drink and piss their pants all day. When you go this summer to Wrigley Field, there is actually a nice place there called Pat's. Okay. Pat's does a very... You like your thin crust crackery? Ooh. Pat's. Okay. Sausage and hot jardinere. That's my recommendation to you. Hmm. The jardinere is what makes it. I've heard that. So here are a couple of uh, recent assistants that you know Adam Rittenberg lays out for UCLA. Brings up USC defensive coordinator DeAnton Lynn, UCLA assistant head coach, safeties coach Brian Norwood, and Raiders running backs coach Deshaun Foster, all of whom have ties to UCLA. Then he said, here are the external candidates. And he listed P.J. Fleck from Minnesota, Alabama offensive coordinator Ryan Grubb, which I'm guessing is the guy who's there with Kalen DeBoer, who took the head job at Alabama, so probably was at Washington prior to that. Uh, But then he also mentions... Co-offensive coordinator at Ohio State, Brian Hartline. Well, that would be a thing, wouldn't it? (laughs) Chip Kelly comes in to be the offensive coordinator because Bill O'Brien, who was the co-offensive coordinator, leaves for another job after a couple weeks. And then Brian Hartline, who is still the offensive coordinator, but really isn't the same kind of offensive coordinator as Chip Kelly's going to be, is going to be considered for Chip Kelly's old job at UCLA. Yeah. I, he's not I, saying he knows anything. No, he's, no, he's, just he's saying, listing guys. These who might are be candidates interested. that would make sense. Well, and I'm quite sure there are people who have around college football. I know Brian Hartline has some interest as possibly becoming a head coach because of how good of a recruiter he is. Yeah. So I'm sure UCLA would at least consider that. Uh, the NFL is scratching another country off of their bucket list. Details next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. This Friday evening, traffic lightening up along westbound State Route 161 near Buenos Aires from an earlier crash. And then you've also got U.S. 33 westbound after Post Road. Watch for that wreck in the right lane. And police finally on the scene eastbound 70 east side after Livingston working on a crash. That one's on the right berm, so just plan 
to move through there a little bit uh, less, or I should say a little bit heavy through there. Traffic is sponsored by First Service Credit Union. Don't be just a member at a bank or don't be just a number at a bank. First Service Federal Credit Union puts you first. Become a valued member at firstcu.com. Switch for the savings, stay for the service. Ready for banking with a human approach? Well, then find First Service at firstcu.com. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Off Topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. Bone and I do all our banging at Hollywood Casino Columbus. You know, there's a big game going on on Sunday. I've heard about it. Yeah. And our friends over at Hollywood Casino Columbus and their 12,000 square foot sports book, they're going to lay out the red carpet for you Mm -hmm. as I burp into the microphone. That's okay. I just ate nine pieces of pizza in record time. (laughs) Two huge (laughs) walls of TVs, 12,000 square foot food, drink, and Super Bowl. I'm sorry, we can't say it. What? Big game specials. I don't know what we're talking about. Big game specials. Please don't sue me, you ginger bastard. Oh, <laughs> must be 21 or older. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Like, I'm not going to sue you. No. Why, Roger would, I, why would I do that? I got uh, talking about pizza today as well. It's National Pizza Day. Uh, Corey says, my guys. Hated it. My wife used to work at Gallo's. Pro tip. Order the pizza to go, but have them only half bake it. Oh, okay. Pop it in your own oven when you get home with it. You're welcome. Yeah. I, I love their pizza at Gallo's. And like I said. I know the family that runs that place, love them, they're great people, all that, but the food is excellent. Also, just for what it's worth, go to the Gallows, uh, the Gallows Tap Room, get the wings. They they have some of the best wings in the city. I'm telling you right now, they're awesome. Uh, by the way, I saw this from Clint. This is a totally different direction we've been going with pizza, but I wanted to bring this to your attention. All right. Clint said, I love some pizza. I bought a Chef Boyardee pizza kit last week and made one. Man, that brought back some good childhood memories. I love those kits. Again, is that going to be the best pizza you can ever have? Of course not. Does it have sentimental value? 100% it does. Absolutely. If you never had one of those growing up as a kid, you might try one of those and go, I can't believe people like this. But I, too, had those when I was a kid, and those are great. I love making pizzas. My family used to get the Boboli crusts. Remember those? Come in little zip the package that you could undo and we'd make those those were awesome i will add have you ever had market day mike yes when i was a kid we got market day all the time do you remember the little discs of pizza that they had yes the personal ones yes tell you right now those pizzas are banging i don't know if they still make them but those market day pizzas for what they were don't put them in the microwave you got to do them in the oven but those came out great um, have you ever had Joe's Pizza in Bexley? No, I'm not. Familiar. It's exactly like Tommy's Pizza on Lane. Joe and Tommy Iacano are brothers. Joe's and Bexley is so much cheaper than Tommy's on Lane. Just a quick food tip. Plus, Joe's is better. Even though I'm from UA, I prefer Joe's over Tommy's any day. Hang on, see, I I I don't know the lore. Tommy and Tommy Iacano is that Iacano's Pizza same. People? Different? What's going on? I'm lost. I, they, they must. There must be some sort of relation there. I, I, don't, I, mean, know the, I don't know the story. No, I don't know. Maybe either. it's like Roosters and Frickers. <laughs> that could be. I don't know. Well, those were two brothers. Oh, here you go. History. Thomas Iacono, the founder of Tommy's Pizza, first-generation American whose family immigrated from Italy. 
Grew up in New York before moving to Central Ohio in 1952. Opened his first restaurant in Columbus on Fifth Avenue near Cassidy. So there you go. So that's that is the name of the guy who started. They got Thomas. the Iconos by me up in Shawnee Hills. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what the connection is there, or if there is one. Um, I like it. They remodeled it though. Yeah, I like. I there's something about walking into an old pizza place mm-hmm. that has you know like it's an old taverny type of place with wood paneling and a good alky bar carpet. Kind of smell the musk of cigarettes, even though you haven't been able to smoke in there in a long time. Sure. There's just something about that old school 60s and 70s type of place. I know why restaurants have to remodel. I get it. Yeah. But it's almost like I want them to remodel to just a cleaner version of that. No, I know Give what you mean. Give me the 60s and 70s tavern look. You want the patina to still be there, right? You want the... Like for me, I like seeing the areas around where the oven is on a wall. Like if there's, you know, I don't know what that material is. They put in a lot of kitchens that's, it's not a tile. It's like a plasticky kind of substance. Looks like it's big sheets of it that they put up. But if you see one of those next to where the pizza ovens are in some of these old joints, they're just like, there's a brownish, yellowish kind of hue. Yeah, it's, it's like, like all the fire the retardant material they have to yeah. put instead of, you can't just have drywall there. Right, but all the heat from that and all the, little smokes and i'm sure times where something caught on fire in there or burned and you just get little little remnants of that to me just adds to the character of a place i love that uh the nfl is scratching another country off of their bucket list they have announced they're going to go to spain for a regular season game in 2025 yes that is in uh they're going to be playing uh in real madrid's home stadium the bernabeo which Uh, bernabeo listen this is the one and Buckeye fans who have heard us railing about the grass, we will not have this system. But I'm telling you, when, when Ohio State tells you we can't grow real grass, it's too hard. This stadium, when you see it, you will find out the NFL is going to play on this stadium. They're going to play on real grass, I'm quite sure. And that's because they actually have a natural grass surface that goes underground during the times where it's not in use. And that is where it is watered. They have UV lights that go under there that make it, that mimic sunlight so it can grow the grass, gives it all the nutrients it needs. They fertilize, do all that stuff underground. Yeah, but Ohio Stadium doesn't need that. No, you but I'm just, just get saying. just some grow lamps. I'm saying if you can do that, then we could certainly get real grass there and yes, just get some grow lamps and make it work. It wouldn't be the best field ever, but I'm sure it'd be better than nothing. So they're going to Spain. What is it? Next year they're going to Brazil. Yes, the Eagles the first are regular season game. Eagles are the hosts of that game technically. So the Browns are one of the teams that have an away game against the Eagles. We don't know if the Eagles, we don't know who their opponent will be yet. Could be the Browns going to Brazil. Could not be. But uh, yeah, I have All nothing right. else to say. Uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame class was introduced last night. Former Buckeye Randy Gratishar is going in. That's Congratulations great. to him. Yeah, congrats. Uh, Steve McMichael, who is battling ALS, he's going in. That was a nice heartwarming thing. I saw some photos, and I don't know how aware he is of things at this point, but he's in bad shape, as anyone with ALS is. Julius Peppers is going in. Dwight Freeney's going in. Patrick Willis. Andre Johnson. These are all very good names. Yeah. No, these but are you, all... you know what I'm about to do. What are you about to do? Well, I've, I've talked about this guy. I've talked about this guy. He's one of my favorite guys ever. I think he was 
the greatest returner of all time. Oh, that's right. Yes. I, I don't know why it took this long to get him into the Hall of Fame. You know, just because he wasn't maybe the running back that people thought he could be or the wide receiver that people thought he could be. He was the greatest kick and punt returner that I've ever seen. Congratulations to you, the real number 23, oh, Devin wow. Hester. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, Michael. I love you. I don't, I'm not besmirching you. I don't I'm going to get 23 tattooed on my ass. <laughs> the real 23. <laughs> just want to be clear. You should go. You should lead with that, actually. I think you should just start off the everything. The real 20. I may induct I mean, him. No, listen. I'm going to camp. I'll just jump on the stage. Who are you? I'm going to induct you, Devin. <laughs> I'm not even up for a nomination at this point. No, I feel like a lot of people in the sports world are having the greatest of all time debates between LeBron and Michael Jordan and Kobe. And you're out here going like, I'm sorry, he's not even the best 23 to play in Chicago. <laughs> that's that's like 3,024 Mike is over here in the future. By the way, a few people have tweeted us, Joe and Tommy Iacono are family. Tommy's used to be on Fifth Avenue. They moved to Broad Street in Bexley. Then there was some kind of falling out. This again, according to someone who listens to us on Twitter, who goes by all in one. It's called Joe's now. This guy says they're better than Tommy's. Uh, love the extra cheese and garlic. Joe is the best. Also, I'm looking at Iacono's restaurant. Remember we said Tommy's started in 1952? Their restaurant, the Iacono's website says, our tradition began in 1952 with Stephen Iacono growing up in the family pizza business. After years of perfecting his art of food, he set out on his own legacy. It says since 1978, they've been doing the Iacono's thing up there in Shawnee Hills area. So, okay. I had no idea about this whole pizza family I love it. triumvirate. Write, I did not know all this. I love pizza stories and pizza lore. Uh, we were talking about hound dogs earlier. So yes. Yeah, I, got, I got phlegm now. Pizzas, uh, dude, hound dogs pizza is <laughs> one of the best. And also, hound like, dogs delicious. And don't sleep on their thin crust pizza. The Smoke and Joe's crust is good, but don't sleep on the thin crust. Also, do they still have a like venue in there? Do they still do shows? I know for a while they used to have bands in there. I have no idea. I'd go for the pizza. Okay. But that is one of those places that has that vibe. Yes. That taverny vibe, that old school vibe. Well, and that's also because people can for, I mean, generations now, well, I don't know generations the right word, but lots and lots and lots of graduating classes have gone through Ohio State who have nothing else in common, but if they're like, oh yeah, we went to Hound Dogs after we had like an all-night study session, then we got pizza at like 8 in the morning, people were like, oh yeah, we did that too, 20 years ago, because that's just, that's the type of place that is, open all the time, right? All right, Still. so we're, we're talking uh, about pizza today, because it's National Pizza Day. We also have big Buckeye news today, Buckeyes... Um, they lose an offensive coordinator. Bill O'Brien officially goes, takes the Boston College job. So now Ryan Day has to find himself somebody that he trusts enough to hand over the play calling duties to because it ain't going to be Brian Hartline. And it turns out that guy, it seems, we have no official word, but all the reports are saying this is true, is that UCLA head coach Chip Kelly is leaving UCLA. Well, we know he's leaving because that was official. They announced that. He announced to his team he was leaving. The school announced he was leaving. And he's leaving to take the Ohio State offensive coordinator job. What a whirlwind this has been. It's wild, right? I'm, I am totally surprised. I mean, I'm surprised in the sense that you don't see head coaches taking coordinator jobs unless they've been fired. I had a few people tweeting us, Lane Kiffin. But no, he was fired. That's different. Fired from USC. Chip and then, Kelly is yeah. leaving 
on his own to go right. take an offensive coordinator job. Now, you could argue he should have been fired after this season. There were a lot of UCLA fans who would say that should have happened. I still can't get why UCLA, if that was the thinking process, I don't know why they wouldn't have just gone ahead and eaten that money. Instead, they wait around. They don't have to pay the, you know, they don't have to pay the buyout to make him go away. But they've lost all this time. Two recruiting cycles, all that stuff. Not my problem. I'm just saying, bad management by UCLA. Meanwhile, Ohio State seems like they're getting a pretty good offensive coordinator here. It is Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. You can also text the burner phone 614-787-3093. I have a crazy stat to share with you coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. An issue to tell you about a crash on the right berm heading westbound on US 33. It's right at 270 east outer bound. Traffic at a stop and go eastbound on 70 between Livingston as you make your way over to US 33. And then a crash along the southbound east outer belt collector is at 70 east side, also causing some issues at this time. Traffic is sponsored by rockthecountry.com. Hey, what's going on, Kentucky? It's Kid Rock and Jason Aldean, and they are bringing some of their friends to you for two days with an epic performance and one hell of a good time. They will see you at Rock the Country. It's on sale now at rockthecountry.com. I'm Lena on 497.1, the fan traffic. Today's special value is three hours of stupid. You are listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Happy National Pizza Day. Happy Chip Kelly's Your Offensive Coordinator Day. It's also Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. Text the burner phone 614-787-3093. I have a stat for you. Okay. Go ahead. So, Super Bowls this weekend. Breaking news. The average spot for a 30-second commercial is $7 million. Okay. Seven million dollars. Seven million dollars for thirty seconds. For thirty seconds. That's right. Back in nineteen sixty-seven, for the first Super Bowl, the average price for a thirty-second spot was thirty-seven thousand dollars. Okay. Wow. Is that uh, inflation adjusted? I know thirty-seven thousand does not get you to seven million with inflation. Thirty-seven thousand dollars was the price in nineteen sixty-seven. The price on Sunday is seven million dollars. If the same level of inflation held true, then a gallon of gasoline would cost us $62. <laughs> Good night. From 1967 price <laughs> to today's price. Right. That's what I'm saying is it's not, that is not anywhere, that's not blamed on inflation. No. That is That is on. I mean, there is inflation that comes with that, clearly, because it's 67 to now. Right. But even but factoring that level in for of that, inflation is no. unheard of in any other industry. Yeah, because gas at that time, I'm guessing in in 1962 was probably well under 67. A, it, yeah, it was under a dollar. It was under a dollar, and I'm saying we've gotten up to you know three and four dollar gallons, sometimes five, depending on where you are. But yeah, we're talking gas has gone up significantly, nowhere close to those prices as far as a difference in change. That is, and I know what's crazy is the, some of the companies you're going to see advertising on the Super Bowl. You're going to say, "Huh? Yeah, who?" And they're you're going to find out just how many companies have the ability to get their hands on $7 million just for the ad time, let alone 
Whether they can afford it or not. Well, yes, but let alone, then they have to produce a commercial. It's probably cost them also close to a million dollars or more. Some of these commercials probably are expensive to shoot. And then all of that is for 30 seconds where people will go, I didn't get it. And then just move on and forget what they even were advertising. Just the uh, the landscape of everything has changed so much, too, with, you know, you, you would have film actors, movie actors wouldn't be caught dead on television. Yes. Okay. Right. That, that's for amateurs. Mm-hmm. There's television actors and there's movie actors. And even the TV actors wouldn't be caught dead on a commercial. No, not if you had advertising like a, if you something were on a regular show or something that had a following. You didn't have to go slum it on a no, commercial. And if they did want to make money on commercials, they would do narrations. Yeah. They would right. lend their voice to a product anonymously, or they would go overseas and do a commercial over there and get paid a bunch of money in Tokyo. And with assurances that it would never air anywhere stateside. Yes, now you have A-list talent breaking their ankles trying to get into commercials. Super Bowl commercials. I mean, you've seen the Arnold Schwarzenegger stuff, right? Now, again, I know he's not in his prime of you know Terminator 2 and his all that stuff. His bank account's in his prime, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't have to do any of this crap, and yet he's doing Super Bowl commercials. It's we're almost getting to that point where it's the opposite, where it's like, are you a big enough star to be in a Super Bowl commercial? Yeah, you know what I mean to get to get the call. Not there are people who are going to be in these commercials who you've never heard of who are actors. That's fine. We're saying there are people where they say, who could we get to endorse this for our Super Bowl commercial? What if we got so and so? Now they're not big enough. What if we got so and so? Now still not enough people know him. What if we got this person? Yeah, they're they're famous enough. We could put them in a Super Bowl commercial. Like The Rock would be that level of fame, right? Yeah, and, and of course, they preview all these commercials now. They used to be you had to tune into the game to see the commercial. Yeah. Now all the commercials drop, and they're online, and people are writing articles about the commercials before the event even takes place. There's an Uber Eats commercial, I think, where for years, people have been saying, oh, I wish Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer from Friends would do something together. I oh. miss that chemistry. Sure. And you know what gets them back on the screen together? An Uber Eats Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> That's what's going to get Think it. about how much money they had to pay those two people to do that. Oh, absolutely. Well, I saw there was a commercial that I don't know the company. And, and again, we're already previewing the Super Bowl commercials before they even have happened. But I saw this one uh, hit my timeline today. And it, it appears to be for like a facial cream because this is being used during the commercial. But it's a dramatic scene. It's a dad and like a teenage daughter. And the daughter, you know, dad's in there in a jersey, football jersey. Daughter walks in. She's on her phone. She's got her headphones on. He's like, hey. And he kind of like points at the couch. And she's like, meh. Walks upstairs. And he's like, Ugh. And he looks at the TV. And he looks upstairs and gets an idea. And he comes upstairs and brings her a red football jersey with the number 13 on it, gives it to her, walks away. She kind of looks at it. She's looking at her phone. She's putting on face cream. She kind of then looks up and goes, huh, dad's trying to connect. Goes downstairs with the jersey on, sits down. Dad is wearing an 89 jersey. They both have on bracelets with little words on the bracelets, and they sit down and watch football together. The girl has put the phone down, and it's the end of the commercial says, this season, football fans found new ways to connect. This is a commercial about Taylor Swift. Because thirteen What's the product. It looks like a face cream or something, but it's it's not Taylor Swift. She's not in the commercial. I don't even know if they you know, they don't they're not paying her for the rights for that. But thirteen, eighty nine, these are all numbers she's associated with. 
And that's what they're basically is insinuating is like, hey, look, families came together over football this year, in part because Taylor Swift is dating a football player. Oh, okay. All I'm right. just saying that's how much the Taylor Swift stuff is in She's not even necessarily in that commercial, but she's in that commercial in a weird way. Bone, do you know any, of anybody in the Ann Arbor area that is looking for a home? Um, I mean, I'm sure there are people. I, I, mean, know. I know there are people, but do you personally know anyone? I don't think so. No. Maybe Mike Tarico needs a house just to take craps in. Okay, sure. I want to be so rich I buy the house next door just for craps. Anywho. <laughs> Could you imagine? No. I actually really want to live in that world, but go ahead. Uh, Connor Stallions is selling his home mm. in Ann Arbor, four bedroom home and uh, SCO S C I O. How are we saying that? C O C O Township, Michigan. I O is listed for five hundred twenty five grand. Uh, he originally purchased the place way back in twenty twenty two for four eighty five. Mm. The MLS listing shows it as being bank owned, but. Uh, Agent Kevin Cast insisted that the home was not in foreclosure. Hmm. That's all very fascinating. Aside from confirming the home was for sale, Cast declined to provide additional details. Does this home have a bunch of used vacuum cleaners sitting on the front porch? Because then we would know it's his. Because that was where he was running that vacuum cleaner resale business. What drives me crazy is I'm reading this story and nowhere is there a link to the MLS listing. Like, yeah. Why can't you just let me click on it so I can see the photos? I'm I'm with you. I would. That's stupid. I would want to actually look at the listing. That's every time there's a, a news story about some house going for sale. You got to include that so I can go look at the house. Yeah. Well, maybe we should just go on there and look up a house that's for sale by a loser slash guy who helped your team win a national championship. I don't know. Well, it's uh, Sio Township, whatever the hell we're calling that. And it's five twenty five, four bedrooms. Man. There's probably not a lot that's right at that price point. That's four bedrooms, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what kind of township this is. I don't know how nice right, it whatever. is. Whatever, let him live. I hope it's Con- Tariko's new crapping home. <laughs> I also feel like that's something that you'd have to be at the level of like Ina Garten to have because she a has crapping a- home. Well, she has a home down the street for when she shoots her show. She does, that's but right. she doesn't live in that house. She lives in a different house on the same road. But I bet you when she got some heavy crap to take, oh, she probably walks it. down there. Th- Don't tell Jeffrey. I just dropped a deuce. <laughs> you think the production crew some days just walks in and is like, oh my, oh God, oh, I know was here. This, oh, I had chili. Yeah. My All right. God. Testing out a new recipe, huh? All right. Didn't work out. I hope that one yes, didn't the- make the cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely want a house to crap in. I think that'd be great. Uh, tool of the week is next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Two separate situations along northbound East Outer Valves, right near US 33. A crash is on the right berm and a disabled car on the left berm. And then you've also got police activity eastbound on 70 at seat route 315, causing slowdowns from about Sullivan. It is partially blocking that right lane, so just be careful. Traffic is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt. It matters who does your taxes. When you get your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt, prepare to shout, Jackson, hey, yeah, from the rooftops. In the event that you don't get your biggest refund, well, you can get your money back plus 100 bucks. I'm Lena for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. <laughs> 
Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week. Sponsored by Metal Supermarkets. Visit metalsupermarkets.com slash Columbus for all your metal needs. The best tool, according to us, gets a $50 gift card to the Walrus. The Walrus, your downtown home for sports with 24 mega TVs. Let me run through. It's Pizza Day. Yeah. It's uh, Chip Kelly Day. It's Super Bowl it's Friday. Weekday. I'm going to run through some on the burner phone. All right, go ahead. Uh, this is my jumbo shrimps. I got bronchitis. You yes. two are my tool of the week. Talking about pizza all day, and I can't have any due to wisdom teeth removal. Oh. Hashtag GTH. I'm sorry, my friend. Yeah, that's that's too bad. Unfortunate timing for you there. Nothing we could do about it. I've got like 19 million pizza. I know. Uh, text. Bone is my tool of the week for calling campus poly eyes. Campus, ca- campus polys. That's how it's spelled. Campus polys. Yeah, that's how you say it, but it's spelled like poly eyes. Yes. Oh. What did I say? Huh? Nothing. You apparently had it right. This guy had it wrong. No, no, no. He spelled... What What, what happened? He's saying it's he, not pronounced campus he, he, polys? He thinks it's poly eyes, I guess. That's how it's spelled, but I'm pretty sure it's called campus polys. Well, whatever. I don't know. I didn't go there. I'm just telling you when I said it, I got a bunch of BGSU people that were like, yeah, campus polys, let's go. So whatever. Uh, this is from Chris. He wants to play the hello game, which I will do. Hello. 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 Uh, Common Man is tool of the week. You will put strangers' old fake teeth in your mouth, but won't help a brother out by transporting their baby gravy specimen in your heated sack. <laughs> That's quite that's quite the <laughs> reference, my friend. <laughs> Baby gravy. You would put a stranger's teeth in your mouth, though. You are that type of guy, and that is weird. Uh, I got one for you. Braden says, my tool of the week is Timmy Hall. For the past few weeks, he sounds a lot happier on air. Not sure if it's due to his new role as Tyrannus Dictator, but I don't care. I want to hear negativity. I want to hear everyone talk about how much they hate themselves. Hashtag, wish I was Timmy. Well, I mean, I hate myself. But don't worry. Behind the scenes, Timmy, still raging. We're all good. Uh, Tool of the week is me for trying to teach my two-year-old son how to use the bathroom and for pointing out that the dog goes pee-pee outside. Oh, don't Now he grabs the dog's leaper all the time. (laughs) Honorable mention tool goes to my friends who don't get what I mean by leaper. Yep, that's right. Absolutely. Big Billy Style says, my whole assessors. Degenerate knee bone. My tool of the week is TJ Watt for thinking he was snubbed for defensive player of the year. Miles moves all over the defensive line and gets doubled nearly every play, causes teams to change their game plan. TJ goes against the right tackle exclusively and sees much more one-on-one. What a tool. Go to hell. Yeah! I agree. You're right, Billy. You too. Uh, Duke says, my screw them bums. Excuse me. My tool of the week is the guy running the point of sale at my local Speedway gas station. He was pestering people about the loyalty program. When they don't sign up, he pesters some more. It took about 15 minutes. I should have been in and out in less than five. That's almost a yikes, but also hashtag GTH, hashtag different kind of POS. Yes. Uh, Brian says, Flacco my cracko. I would go right for the sack in the middle. My tool of the week is the Holt man. Clearly, Gene isn't going to fire him, so he needs to put his resignation on Common Man's desk ASAP. Uh, Mojo says, my guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My tool of the week is Tyvis the Greek Powell. Oh, there he is. There he is. Yep. For going on and guaranteeing a win last Friday versus Iowa, Tyvis owes me 50 bucks. Guy puts a fancy guarantee on the box. 
Well, Tommy Boy Powell basically took a dump at a box and marked the box guaranteed by the guaranteed ferry. Hashtag bust. There you go. I didn't get the phone call from you. Tyva said he was going to call me when they beat Iowa. Yeah, the, the phone didn't ring. It's crazy. How that, hmm. Epitome of stupidity podcast says my guys. I love a good basement. My tool of the week. Is, my tool of the week is any radio dummy that puts out a much hyped top pizza list, but has never had flyers. And then he puts stairs Samuel L. Jackson style in Common Man Radio's general direction. All right. Oh, just take it. All right. Eric says my fellow fatties. Timing up that disc. Tool of the week goes to my wife's friend. Her fiance is an alleged OSU fan. We get their save the date invite, and they are getting married during the OSU Penn State game. If you have a wedding during Ohio State football season, have it before conference play. Hashtag move the date. Hashtag yikes. Also, if you're going to have a wedding during Ohio State football season, have it on a Tuesday. What are you doing? It's Columbus. It's Ohio. I don't know where they live. They live around Ohio. Don't have a wedding on a fall Saturday. That's just the rule. Uh, Sniffy says, what's cracking my fellow Ben Johnson track stars? Oh, yeah. All right. My tool of the week is me. The wife was none too happy when she heard last week that I let all the listeners know that we get down and busy to the sweet, soothing sounds of Common Man, T-Bone, and Panama Ted. Yeah. Hashtag no more hibbity or dibbity. Hashtag hibernating dong. One. Sexy time. The fact that it wasn't hibernating while you were listening to us is uh, truly an honor for me. I'm glad that we we helped you get it done. I'm sorry that your wife... I mean, she liked the show enough to enjoy this, right? Yeah. To the level that you guys were enjoying it. What's wrong with... Well, I don't know who you are. We're not driving over to your house and banging on the door while you're doing it, right? I mean... Maybe that'll really get them going. Well, I'm just saying, no one knows who these people are. They're just people sending us messages and tweeting at us. It's okay. You could still, I, I don't want her to lose that special moment with us, right, Mike? Mm-hmm. I want them to still do whatever they feel like they need to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, expired Vitamins says my death row janitors. <laughs> Dole of the Week is the GM who couldn't hire Mike Rabel due to his size. Like George Costanza, Costanza, him too, hiring a secretary. You're luscious, you're ravishing. I would give up red meat just to get a glimpse of you in a bra. I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> And the ironic part is he winds up having sex with the secretary that he hired because he wasn't attracted to her. Ah, right. That's the ironic part. That's the joke. Yes. See? It always comes back to that. Mm -hmm. Polly T-Shirt says, my fat boy food tips. You need a Hummer? My tool of the week is my wife. She's a walking disaster. Last week, she locked herself in the shower, (laughs) and I don't know what this means, and was T-boned by Geraldo Rivera's daughter. What does that mean? Does that mean she got in a car accident with Geraldo Rivera's daughter? Is that a Is thing? Is the daughter in the news? I also don't know if there's a reference there that I'm completely... Teddy, you know you know what the kids are saying about Geraldo? I don't no, know. I actually Googled it. I couldn't figure it out. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Maybe okay. if you said T-boned like Frankie Coleman or something. Well, I, At least that's a <laughs> reference we understand. <laughs> Frankie Coleman reference on the show. In the year of our Lord 2024. Let her live. This week, oh, sorry, the tweet goes on. Polly says his wife also tore her Achilles this week nice. and then gleeked on our doctor while he was treating her injuries. She'll live. <laughs> Come on. The eye gleek, like your dad does, whereas I just squirts out of there. But I don't think he meant the eye gleek. No, that's what he meant. He's gleeking out of the eye. Where else do you gleek from? The mouth. Do you gleek yes, from your mouth? Yes, that's where it comes from. The oh, gleek I, is out I of the mouth. I didn't know you gleeked out of your mouth. I yes. thought it was just the eye. No, that's what makes the eye gleek so oh, weird. Oh, I see. Okay. Is that no one gleeks from the eye. Your dad has a special talent. And finally, Team Money 72 says, my guys. He's the senior hurler. I'm so happy to finally say this. My tool of the week is and always has been 
Duh, O'Brien, meaning Bill O'Brien. It's such a blessing that OSU won't have this degenerate traveler to deal with. Hashtag fool's gold douche. Wow. Which, I mean, I didn't know there was this much hatred for Bill O'Brien. Fool's gold douche. T-Money, not a fan. I do like Chip Kelly better because he's fatter. And I, I, trust, I, agree with that. I trust a fat guy. Yes, but remember, Chip Kelly, when he was in Philly, remember what he did? Because Philadelphia, the Eagles had a, you know, like the cafeteria, and they had like pizza and tacos and all kinds. And he of took like, it all away. And he said, nope, we're getting rid of all I'm that. I'm going to teach you a lesson. I'm going to eat this all myself. <laughs> right. So you can't have any. My guy, though. I mean, just, you know, lay off. Let let the guys eat what they all want. Right, pick a winner. What should we do? Uh, I'm, I mean, the one that got you laughing the most was expired vitamins with the Costanza tweet. So we are you trying to, to keep us out of Del Boca Vista? Expired vitamins gets a $50 gift card to the walrus back page coming up. Common man and T-bone on the fan fan traffic sponsored by Meister's bar and pizza home of the grand view Browns backers. We're dealing with an issue along northbound East Outer Belt. This is before approaching the 70 East Side. Looks like a wreck causing slowdowns from Allen Creek. And expect at least an hour of a delay with that right side block. Police activity still out on eastbound 70 at State Route 315 with slowdowns out there. And then you've also got those two separate crashes on northbound East Outer Belt, round US 33, with both the right and the left berm blocked at this time. Traffic is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Strong enough for a Mastiff, but gentle enough for a Chihuahua. Invisible Fence brand is more than a fence. Customized for every pet, every need, and every yard, their hands-on training and exclusive technology ensures your pet is protected while giving them more room to run. Learn more at InvisibleFence.com. I'm Lena for 97.1, The Fan Traffic. Jen. Guys, show coming up at the top of the hour. Timmy is off tonight, and so the always fresh-smelling Ryan Baker is Hello, filling boys. in. We were talking about pizza before. Mm, I know you have strong thoughts I do. on pizza. Give us your recommendation. Well, first of all, I want to comment on one that somebody was telling you, the uh, Angie's. Yeah. There are multiple ones around the city. There's one in Hilliard. That's actually my go-to in Hilliard. All right, all right. It's kind of similar to the Tommy's in the fact that the pepperoni is just piled on yeah which is very nice but my favorite all-time pizza and i'm definitely biased because i grew up three blocks from it is called zamorelli's down in gross city it looks like a block garage just a tiny building you cannot get it delivered you have to go pick it up only cash or check no credit card at the zamorelli's and it is just a greasy goodness it is Mm. so good you I like say this. that with affection, that it's just a greasy... You know how the pepperonis nah, curl up and the grease pools I in them? I love it. Mm. That's, just hear my arteries hardening. Yeah. See, now again, Baker, when it comes to pizza, are you a fan of heavier on the toppings or lighter on the toppings? If you were, to, you know, let's say a scale of, you know, over at one, there's barely any pepperoni on a pizza like that. Ten is like edge to edge covered. You can't see the cheese. That's very tough for me because I love the Angie's and they have a ton of pepperoni, but I love the cheese so much. So probably somewhere in the middle, I would say. You know, I don't know if I want toppings like you pick it up and they're just falling. I just, off, I just, I, we had some Tommy's pepperoni. I took a bite of Tommy's, 
and I guarantee you I had like 12 pepperonis mm. in that one bite. I think that's low. It no. was just there was, was probably just more falling see, off. I'm partial to that. I like that, but I get it if you're someone who wants a little bit more of a blend of the cheese. I don't dislike pepperoni. it. I just I couldn't eat that all the time. Yeah, but that that's okay. I'm saying to each their own. Everyone has different things they like. I'm always find it interesting to see where people are on that stuff. Mike, I'm very angry right now, by the way. Why? Because last Friday, I told you, next Friday, I'll wear a tracksuit just for you. And you didn't. I did. I mean, it's a, oh. it's a form of tracksuit. I have pants on for the first oh, time ever pants on. in this studio. Oh, my god! And it's 70 degrees oh, out. I, I didn't notice. I should have looked Shame at the me. forecast and Shame said... Uh, yeah, let's pass on next week. But, you know, I was out on the golf course with Scotty Vegas today at 10 a.m. We're both wearing shorts, and now I'm roasting in pants. Glad Scotty's working hard. Always. Scotty Vegas always. <laughs> He's got a big weekend. It's the Super Bowl. Well, He's going to be at the casino weekend. working all week. Yeah, sure. Working all week. <laughs> mm. See, that, that's right. The reason I didn't get that is because that's not gaudy enough. I, I well I'm I don't have a gaudy tracksuit. We need to help you with that. I need to buy a gaudy short tracksuit. Does it still count if it's you shorts? Can, you, you can wear a track jacket well, and just the shorts. Okay. Because I was going to say, we have, I mean, there is a thing like school kids used to wear suits like in England at those, you know, private schools where they had like the suit top and then the shorts that yeah. match. I yeah, assume, like Angus Young. Yeah, he's young, right, from ACDC. Exactly gonna, what I was thinking. I'm going to get on Amazon here and check this out. We got to get you, yeah, let's get some. You could go like basketball short and track shirt combo, track jacket Actually, combo. Actually, now I just want you to dress like match. Angus Young. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could, we could do that one With day, high I'm socks sure. and you, you walk past a school and they just call the police instantly. I used to try to dress up like Payne Stewart on the golf course. I'm sure I oh, could find you? some of those. You were that guy? Only when we went to Myrtle Beach. It was all in good fun. Uh, what's coming up on the Buckeye Show tonight? Well, obviously, we've got to talk a lot about Bill O'Brien and Chip Kelly, so we will do that. Brendan Gulick of Buckeyes Now is going to come on and talk about that with us. But Tyvis Powell sent me a text on Wednesday morning. Yeah. He has jumped off the Buckeye basketball bandwagon, oh, okay. and we are going to discuss. All right. Oh, now. He was the last one off. <laughs> now, now he's off. Okay, Cost fine. him a tool of the week. All right. Yeah, it did. Sure enough. Uh, two big hours. Of the Buckeye Show tonight, starting at 6. Back page, hit it. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, I have a question for both of you guys. Have either of you ever done guided meditation? Like someone saying, release your feelings. Think no. about it. No. Never done that. But you no. are you familiar with this genre of audio production? There are podcasts there are little you can buy back in the day you could buy cds of this people do this who are calm soothing voices to help you get relaxed maybe as you're going to bed something like that maybe i can do that maybe you could i've yes. always been told i have a very relaxing voice what about keels he'd be perfect oh wouldn't he? i think paul keel oh, but yeah. then you just have to deal with your pants exploding off your body as you listen to them. But other than that, I was going to say, right. I don't know if they would help you meditate. I don't know which part is relaxed. You, would, right. you would get it chubby. <laughs> so here's someone I never would have pictured doing one of these types of things, and that is rapper Lil Jon, who is famous for his Turn Down For What song, The King of Crunk, has now said he's offering a guided meditation album, and it will be out on February 16th. Apparently, it has 10 tracks. The project is described in a TMZ report as truthful to his personal life, in which he has focused on fitness and wellness as of late. Uh, also, apparently, 
he posted the link to the article in his Instagram stories and retweeted some of the coverage, so it does appear that he is acknowledging this is true. But, of course, if you've ever listened to a Little John song, he is, you know, he's known for being like a hype man. He's very excited to get you going. So I don't know how that works for Little John, but I'm I'm kind of excited to hear how it would because that would be a totally different thing. It would be like if Tony Bennett had put out a metal album before, you know, like that time. Like, I just, that's not what you expect from this guy, but let him live. Uh, and also, let Wolf Blitzer live. Did you hear what happened to him on the air? Got T-boned by Geraldo's daughter? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> but CNN host Wolf Blitzer almost vomited on the air. Oh, no. Apparently, he was talking to us, uh, House Oversight Committee ranking member Jamie Raskin when he was seen uncomfortably swallowing and looking queasy while also turning very pale. The 75-year-old anchor then apparently started making some noises that led people to believe he was starting to vomit. Oh, no. They cut away from this and went to commercial or did something else. And then apparently they had to... It took about a minute before they could actually get him off the air, but they finally did. And then they just let Jamie Raskin just finish his comments on his own. So that... I mean, I've had the fears of getting, like, the hiccups or... You know, having like to burp really bad, but that nothing stops us here on this show. Yeah, we just burp. Right. <laughs> but if I had to vomit, I, I don't know how you get out of that one other than just running out of the studio. Well, I hosted a show with a guy who just vomited in the trash can. Oh, that's right. During the did. segment. You that's can right. rally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. All right. Have a great weekend. Buckeye show is next. We'll talk to you Monday. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Good evening. As you wrap up your commute, not so much when it comes to issues. A broken down car on the right berm, Eat Broad Street, and this is at McNaughton, still out there being dealt with. We've also got 670 westbound at Neal. Heads up, a wreck on the right berm, cruiser on the scene, and then northbound on the east outer belt, a collision blocking your right lane before approaching a 70 east side. At least an hour of a delay would slow down starting from about Allen Creek. Traffic is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's new craving value menu is a big deal, or rather, it's 10 big deals. From new items like the loaded nachos to a familiar favorites like the spicy potato soft taco. Check it out at a participating Taco Bell today, available for a limited time only, and of course, while supplies last. I'm Lena for 97.1, the fan traffic. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars, Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The Fan. The Fan. Sports Center. Good evening, I'm Caleb Blake. UCLA coach Chip Kelly is expected to become the next offensive coordinator at Ohio State. The school announced this morning that Kelly will be departing from the program and that a national search for a new head coach has already begun. He'll be replacing Boston College's new head coach, Bill O'Brien. O'Brien, who took the Ohio State offensive coordinator job last month, interviewed with Boston College on Thursday, and that was the final step in Boston College's process. Columbus Blue Jackets are in action tomorrow back at home. Tampa Bay Lightning will be coming to town with puck drop scheduled for 7 o'clock p.m. at Nationwide Arena. And the Ohio State men's basketball team taking on Maryland tomorrow at the shot. Buckeyes have been struggling a little bit as of late. 13-10 and 10 entering the matchup with eight games remaining this season. We'll have coverage right here on the fan beginning at 3.15 with tip-off scheduled for 4 o'clock p.m. And it will be over on 1460 ESPN. Breaking sports news when it happens on the fan. Ohio sports destination.